The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Yo. What up, what up, what up? What up, Hammer? Another day. Another slow-ass draft. What up, 420 crew? Crispy up in here. Stranger, what up? Mr. Bakes a lot. Marty in the house. What is good? We uh we got some third year players to go over uh tonight. Figure we'll talk about some third year guys. I know we talked about second year guys. Was that last week or two weeks ago? Something like that. So third year guys like Jamar Chase, right? Yeah, I mean, I I think I think we pretty much know what Jamar Chase is. He's a beast. <laughs> He's awesome. What it, I what do have... on the field? <laughs> yeah, I mean. That, that was a weird injury last year. I don't think he has any health concerns. PB, love it. Um, yeah, I don't worry about Jamar Chase. I do have some kind of not the obvious guys you want to think of, like Jamar Chase. I thought about putting him up there, but you know, we know what he is. We know he's capable of. He's no, a quarterback and stuff like that. But yeah, I got I got basically three guys: quarterback, running back, wide receiver. Tight end was too shallow to kind of narrow, you know, to have three guys, but. I don't know if you have any specific guys, but I got three guys, quarterback, running back, wide receiver, that I think are interesting third-year guys. Okay. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, quarterback-wise, Trevor Lawrence. Now, I know, obviously, I don't think I don't think it's obvious what he is, but his his arrow is pointing way up. I think after what we saw in the second half of last season. You know, they're they're adding Calvin Ridley to already what was an improved offense, Christian Kirk, Evan Ingram, ETN. They drafted Bigsby. And you like what you saw out of him. And I think that playoff run last year was really good for that team. And they actually won a playoff game. So I think that was a a really good I, I felt like they were ahead of schedule with that with that late season run. So Trevor Lawrence is a really interesting guy, obviously. He's flying up draft boards based on what we saw last season. And then you add Calvin Ridley to that mix. I think you got to feel nothing but good about T-Law. Yeah, they're saying Calvin Ridley looks good. I mean, we know, obviously, you know, but how good he is. Good but, it's, yeah. you know, we haven't seen him play. So, you know, when we've, you know, we talked about it. Like, you know, I like Calvin Ridley. And, of course, we were saying, you know, as we get close to the season, right, the stock is going to go up. We're going to start coming out. We're going to start seeing videos. We're going to start seeing them in camp. And here we are. The value, you know, started to go up. But, um, I mean, he can legit be the number one wide receiver there. You know? He should be. He's he's their best wide receiver. Let's call it what it is. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. I mean, they got some weapons over there. What up, Puss? Puss in the building. Yeah, no, they definitely do. And even even without Calvin Ridley last year, you still felt good about that team going into this year. It's just kind of like the icing on top to add Ridley to an already 
pretty good offense, you know, it's just going to make them more dynamic. So I, yeah. I love his prospects. I The one thing I, I felt with Trevor Lawrence was I saw him have a little bit more What's the word I'm looking for? A little more of a better acumen as far as, you know, running the football. Yeah. Swagger. I think he has, I think he has all that. And I think he's had it from day one. Um, obviously, you know, firing Urban Meyer and bringing Doug Peterson in there was just the best move they could have made for that entire franchise, let alone Trevor Lawrence. So, but I do think him, I, I feel like his, his ability to run, has been a little bit curtailed and I understand why he's a franchise quarterback. He doesn't need to get hurt, but he's a big dude. He's like six, four. He's a big solid dude. Like, so I think I would like to see a little more of the rushing upside, but I can understand why, you know, they wouldn't want to take that chance with him, but he's not, he's not Jalen hurts. He's not Lamar Jackson. He's, he's a big physical dude. So we'll see if they incorporate or if he's able to give you some more um, as far as the rushing upside goes. But other than that, uh, you pretty much got to love everything about him. Yeah. I mean, he ran for what? 334 yards his first season ran for 291 last season. He had five rushing touchdowns last season. So it looks like he's like, he's being smart. He's in the spot where he needs to run or down at the goal line. Right. He had a bunch of, yeah. Bunch of, uh, you know, goal line TDs. Mm-hmm. He kind of reminds me a little bit of Tom Brady when he gets down there. Like he could kind of just sneak it on the one. Yeah, he's big. He's long. Uh, you know, all he's got to do is kind of you know reach over or try and push his way through. Yeah, yeah. But, I'm actually uh, I'm I'm keeping an eye on our uh, subscriber league draft because I'm I'm on deck. I'm I'm on deck right now, so I'm keeping an eye on that. I really wanted to uh, take T Higgins after I took Olave, but to stack him with T Higgins, but. Oh yeah. Marty, like, Marty, took, Marty, Marty, Marty took Gibbs. I like that. I like the Higgins. Yeah. Gibbs, uh... Yeah. I'm looking at a couple different guys. I don't, I don't know if I want to go with an older guy or a younger guy. Um, You know, since I took Olave, I would have loved T Higgins, but we'll see what happens here. I got a, I got my eye on a couple of guys. Uh, But yeah, Trevor Lawrence, man, I, he's, He's going to be pretty awesome. And I just love what they did, like, organizationally for him, you know, like, stability-wise. And that that really goes a long way in the development of a young quarterback. So his arrows pointing off. Yeah, Trevor Lawrence, I mean, last year, he threw 25 touchdowns, ran for another five, so 30 in total, eight in toes, uh, you know, 4,100 yards, finished as, what, QB8? I think he could sneak into the top five, so, bro. You know, can he throw for 30 touchdowns and another five, you know, rushing? And he throw for, you know, 4,500 yards, right? Yep. Which is possible with the addition of Calvin Ridley. You got to imagine him with, with Christian Kirk there. They could really get some some good work done. So, yeah, I, I'm, I'm digging um, – I'm digging Tilo. I mean, he's young. He's 23. He's, he's going to be, you know, a top 10 QB mm, for yep. a long time. 10 yep. plus years, you can pretty Absolutely. much say, right? I mean, he's, Absolutely. So, and, and he's, and he's, you know, he's a pocket guy. He doesn't have to mm-hmm. run or, or rely on the run. So you're not, you know, necessarily worried about that kind of longevity. 
he kind of gives me Joe Burrow vibes, like just his yeah. his style of game. You know, yeah. he's a pocket guy first, but Joe Burrow could run a little bit as well. And I know I, you know, I got I got a man crush on Joe Burrow, but I think Trevor Lawrence is kind of a similar type quarterback where he's a big, strong, physical dude. He obviously is a phenomenal thrower of the football, but he gives you a little something extra with his legs. So, yeah, really long awesome. it up. Uh, I think he eclipses 4,500 and 30 Yeah, he definitely could. Highly um, possible. Yep. You know, this season, I expect that. Because for me, I like, I got him ranked basically right after Herbert. You so know? six? What do you got him? Six? Yes, yeah, so you got, you know, for me at least, I got Mahomes, I got Allen, I got Burrow, I've got uh, Hurts. Some sort of Hurts or Herbert or Herbert Hurts kind of. I, I kind of so change yeah. it a little bit. So six. It, that that feels right where he belongs. But yeah, you can throw Lamar him, in there. I've got him right after those guys. And Lamar, you can throw in there too, um, especially like mm-hmm. this year. I mean, we've been trying to get everybody to buy Lamar since last year, right? When everything yep. was when everything was going on. So, yeah. you know, it, Lamar now supposedly should be passing the ball yeah. more, right? It should yep. be doing a little less rushing. We've been kind of saying that throughout this offseason now, especially with the new offensive coordinator. Now, of course, with the weapons that they've got, mm-hmm. um, you know, the draft and getting OBJ. So, uh, you know, they've got weapons to throw the ball too. So, yeah, I like Lamar as well, but I feel like he relies a little much more on the rushing. So, I just – I prefer if I have a choice in Dynasty, like I'd rather have D I would agree. I would agree. Um, and he's a little bit younger too, but yeah. I think yeah, I yeah, think for Lamar, me, Lamar is Lamar is kind of right after there. Him and I like, think Watson for me. I think the thing with Lamar is he has the way higher ceiling fantasy wise. Of course. Than yeah. Trevor Lawrence, you know, but the longevity, I'd rather have 10 years of Trevor Lawrence than four years of Lamar Jackson. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that's kind of what separates the two at this particular point. Yeah, definitely. I mean, unless Lamar turns into – I mean, we know he can throw the ball a little bit, but they just haven't really gave him that yeah. chance or done that. I mean, you know, if they stop some of those design runs, like – Like you said, the weapons are there now, so it's like it's it's really all in Lamar's lap. Yeah. I think Lamar – there's a possibility – I mean, I know we're a little off topic here, but – I think Lamar has the possibility he's the MVP this season or in the running for that. Like, as long as he can stay healthy, I mean. And also, too, his his receivers need to stay healthy. You know, OBJ, Bateman, you know, Mark Andrews gets a little banged up here and there. His running backs are always banged up. So I, I think if I think if Lamar plays 15 games, 15 out of 17, he'll have an opportunity to be in the MVP discussion. If he plays 12 games they could be in some trouble. So, yeah, I mean, basically, T-Law is like my QB6 Six. in Dynasty. Um, that feels just about right. He's literally worth three-plus first-round picks. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think you're getting them for two, <laughs> you know, unless they're like 101 and the 101, uh, you know, but it's almost impossible to kind of determine that. So, yeah, I mean – I'm fucking with T-Law. Yeah, no, absolutely. He's he's a, he's a must-have. Or, you know, if you have the opportunity to get him, you know, he's one of those he's one of those core player studs that we like to talk about on our uh, roster reviews. Yeah, yeah. Now, I don't have any shares of T-Law. Um, it's pretty much impossible to buy T-Law at this point. You know, because he's you know you 
can't really buy those guys like Burrow, Hurts, Allen, Mahomes, Herbert. Like it. Well, Herbert was that was available yeah. actually yeah. just because of the season he had last year. People were kind mm-hmm. of off, and we've seen him get shopped around, and we've seen some a lot of trades with with Herbert going on. So yeah, um, I think as Absolutely. we get closer to the season, maybe people will start to be kind of a little bit back on it when they see Austin. You know, uh, Austin Eckler is going to be back. And Austin Eckler is going to be back. So good for Eckler. Good for to draft the fantasy. Good for dynasty. Yeah. You've got at least one more year of Austin Eckler in this, right? In this offense. What's going to happen after that? I, I don't know. But yep. Um, next guy I put on my QB list was one Justin Fields. Justin Fields. Justin Fields was a. Was a rough one because I um I didn't love Justin Fields last year in the first half of the season or beginning where he and they just started running all over everybody. Yeah. Just started running over everybody. My I think my biggest problem with Justin Fields is the turnovers and not being able to win football games, the folding in the clutch moments, like. He's great for fantasy, but how how much how much is the team really going to put up with that? Now, obviously, you know they're going to give him the chance, and he's going to be the guy. So he has a chance to you know be better and be the guy for the future. He could also fumble it and kind of fuck it up. But we've seen mostly running last year. They've got some weapons now in the passing game. At least you know I think Mooney should be back and ready for action. I think right. Um, mm-hmm. You got Claypool there, not the best in the world, but. You know, you got DJ Moore. So you've got some weapons, you know, Pokemon. You've got some weapons around you now. So, you know, th- this is it. What, what can you do? Kind of like almost like Jalen Hurts, where it was like, bro, like, you know, you either show us or like, we're not really sure what's going on here. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he was and, able to take that jump. So do you think Justin Fields is going to be able to take that jump? Or it's somewhat really a, of that jump? Let me not make it at least Jalen Hurts jump, but at least a jump. It's really interesting with, with Justin Fields. I I don't we weren't sure about Jalen Hurts, but I think I think what the Eagles did by surrounding Jalen Hurts with better talent was a little bit of a different situation than what the Bears are doing. And I was actually looking at some of Justin Fields' metrics in terms of his passing, his off target you know, percentage, like all that stuff. It ranks in the bottom of the league. Like his accuracy is just ranks in the bottom of the league. Now, is that a product of, you know, his just inaccuracy or is that a product of the players around him? Is that a product oh, of the play design? Is that, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. it, it, it's it, it's really hard to judge how good he can be. I If he takes a jump, he needs to take a jump in being able to make reads and get the ball to his playmakers. So while, like you said, he's good for fantasy, if he's still turning the ball over at a high rate, that could be a big problem. You know what I mean? So I'm not sold on Justin Fields, I'll be honest with you. Um, Especially if they're bad. What if they're so bad that they, like, have a top pick next year and are able to get a QB? They were talking about it this year. This year, too, yeah. Right. So that doesn't bode well where – the heat's already on you, you know what I mean? Because there was a lot of chatter about them taking a quarterback this year. So I'm not completely sold on Justin Fields. Um, I would look to move off of him if I could with his perceived value coming off of last year's kind of hot run at the end. Fantasy production-wise, they didn't win a ton of games, obviously. Um, so, yeah, and he's going pretty high in these drafts. 
you know, as people are taking them, people are taking them, uh, him as a, as their QB one. And I'm not, yeah, I mean, you that. Have, you can't, I mean, he has to almost be because of just, you know, the other guys that are there, but it depends where you, you know, where you have them. Like, you know, I've got like after Tilo, I've got like, you know, Lamar and Deshaun Watson, and that's even interchangeable for me at least. And then I've kind of got, you know, I've got fields kind of after that. Like, would you rather have Kyler Murray or Justin Fields? I'd probably rather have Kyler Murray at this point, to be honest with you. Like, that's a legit. Yeah, it's a legit question. I still think I'd rather have Kyler, though, because I've seen Kyler do it for an extended period of time. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. With his arm and his legs, for that matter. The questions about Justin Fields, there's a lot more question marks. The, the question mark with Colin Murray, obviously, number one is coming off the injury. And then number two, you know, what's his team going to look like? But I've seen Kyler Murray do work. Now, like you said, it does, doesn't always look pretty on the football field on Sundays. But when you look at the box score and he's tallying 32 points for you that week, you're like, All right, I, I could roll with this. So I think I'd rather have Kyler Murray at this particular point. There's a good chance he gets moved too. Uh, there is. They they were talking. About, I heard some some yeah. rumblings because they have a whole new front office there, from the GM to the head coach to they're you know bad. they're looking. They, yeah, they're really bad, they and they're going to look to overhaul that roster. Yeah, rebuild that yeah. whole shit. You've got uh, obviously a bunch of teams need a QB, right? I mean, Falcons, Vikings were two of the teams that I heard. Falcons, Falcons would be interesting. That would be. <laughs> Well, I heard that there were rumblings that they were about to trade for him before the draft. The draft, they yeah. They couldn't agree with too. certain compensation or something. Again, I don't know how true that is, but you yeah, know, I heard about just, that too. You know, actually, some reports that I saw, but uh, so yeah, I mean, Justin Fields, I like him, but at the same time, like I'm not like I don't want to reach on him. Like he has tremendous upside. Absolutely. And if you're playing in one QB league, like, yes, mm. this is one of the guys that you want to have where you're kind of taking that shot at, you know, um, I mean, in a super flex, it's just a luxury to have a, a, a top QB in general. I mean, the one thing about fields is like, he was so bad, but he still was QB seven on the season. The rushing. <laughs> it was the rushing. He, he was basically like, no, a course. running back. You know, eleven hundred yards rushing, and then he's basically a running back. So it's that like the ball. You know, can he get much worse? You got to imagine he's going to get at least marginally better. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, that but, him, but that that's again that, that puts him top five ish, like right. But now, but now, but the turnovers. That's the that's the thing he has to clean up and clean up the accuracy. So he's he's a real interesting. Um, He's a real interesting guy, and going into his third year, you know, they're going to, at the end of this third year, they're going to have to decide whether they're going to pick up that fifth-year option. So that's this year is really going to be a, a telling sign for him. So, But definitely a, a very in, one of the more interesting third-year quarterbacks I thought we should kind of throw out there and see yeah, what he's, he's worth. He's, probably, he's like my 9-10, like just looking at it. I like him, but I, I still rather have some of those other guys um, instead, you know. Would you – here's a good one. Would you rather have Daniel Jones or Justin Fields? Oh, I'd rather have Justin Fields on that okay. one. Okay. that one, I'd rather have Justin Fields, yeah. Tua or Justin Fields? Uh... <laughs> I 
Justin Fields, he's just he's got that upside. Like I still think he's safe. Like I don't think like they're not going to sign him right. Like I think they are going to. I, I think he'll be better and I think that they're gonna do well. So yeah, I'm gonna go with Justin Fields then. Okay. Yeah. What's he going for? Two first rounders? He's going for two plus. He's 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 could be in that three ish range, but he's going two for two and a plus. player. Going for two plus at least. Yeah, I mean, any of these guys are. I mean, you see where these guys are getting picked and, you know, how high in drafts they get picked over, you know, some of these other guys. Like, the QBs are the most valuable, you know, most valuable guys there. Mm-hmm. You know, even if you don't want them, you take them on, like, value for value just purposes. But Right. And then... Wait, hold up. Let me answer some of these. Um, where do you rank? Hurts. I got Hurts right at, right with, like, Hurts or Herbert for me is after Burrow. You can kind of interchange it. I, I four. I haven't really decided whether he's four or five, whether he's above, you know, Herbert or not. I guess with the rushing upside, you kind of have to. But like Herbie could throw for you know five thousand yards, like you know, yeah, he could with forty tutties. So <laughs> I probably I don't know if I guess you could say would you feel safer with Herbert? Yeah, I guess because he's not a rushing quarterback, but. I don't know. That's uh, just Tim Fields. <laughs> mm-hmm. QB one and four point passing leagues. Yeah, yeah. Because you're not not rewarding the uh, QB there. But um, my third year breakout is Rondale Moore. Could be the next Tyree Kill if he has a good QB under center. Well, we know uh, uh, Kyler might be out. I don't know what his what he's looking like to start the season, but you got to imagine at least the first two to three weeks, Colt McCoy will be under center in Arizona. I mean, I like Rondell Moore. I, I, I mean, I can't get on board with comparing him to Tyreek, but he's a good slot guy. He's just, he's not going to give you, probably not going to give you a lot of touchdowns or yards. Like he's going to, he might get you a ton catches. of catches. Like in PPR, like that's gonna be great, that's gonna be gold, but he might not make it up in like the yards or the or the TD. Yeah. Like that would be, you know, the biggest thing. And I don't think he can ever really be a like a wide wide receiver I one, agree. Um, or even a wide receiver two. Really, like he's perfect, like at, at that flex or that you know playing in that slot role. Like that's his that that's his spot really. So. Um, yeah, and I, I, I think it was interesting last year when D-Hop was out for a while. We really, Rondell Moore played fairly well. Um, he had his, you know, inconsistent days, but he was pretty good when uh, when D-Hop was out for those first six weeks uh, last year. Yeah. Bogey, what up? Um, hey. But yeah, but yeah, Rondell Moore, I mean, he is small, but I mean, so is Cheetah. There's a lot of guys that are that, that are <laughs> small. But yeah, how tall, how big is... I think he's like five eight. Is he five eight? So he's probably. Yeah. Um, I think. Yeah, what is like five ten? Yeah. He's not that small. Uh, Rondell will never have. Yeah. I, I mean, uh, I wouldn't go out that far. I like I said, I like him as just a, especially in dynasty, like a, just a stash, a guy you can get really late that, you know, may give you some good games or at least be viable, like PPR. You know, and when you're playing in these deeper leagues, like we do, where it's you know start ten. And, you need a flex guy, so right, right. You know, he's dumbass small. Yeah, he's. I mean, he's not too too Atwell small, but he's not Deuce Vaughn small, but he is. Um, he is small there. 
All right, who you got next? And my third quarterback, this is going to tickle your fancy a little bit, one Trey Lance. Trey Lance, okay. Yeah, I had it written down here somewhere. Um, yeah, my guy Trey. Um, <laughs> I still feel the same way about him. Like, I like him. I'm a Trey Lance fan. And, again, if he doesn't get the shot in San Fran, I don't see there any way in hell he doesn't get a shot somewhere else. Right. You know, like we said, teams like Atlanta, teams like the Vikings, who have been linked to him as well. So, you know, I think that's definitely in the realm of possibility. So I think he's order- he's definitely going to get a shot. Um, is it going to be in San Francisco? Is it going to be in San Fran? Like, I w- again, we don't know, like, what's the deal with Brock Purdy. Like, okay, he's going to be able to start throwing the football, but is he going to be able to really throw the football and play game speed? Like, that's going to take a while for him to right be able to do that i think and i don't know like if they go through otas and training camp and brock is not ready like i don't know do you just throw brock in there or do you let trey rock with it after what you've mm-hmm. seen i mean he's been practicing with patrick mahomes josh allen i mean he's been you know he, he's kind of been trying to learn everything he possibly can um to just be you know better while he hasn't played he hasn't got his chance so I think he does get the chance somewhere. We'll see what happens again with um, with San Fran. But I, I would think if he's not the starter, he'd get traded. So, like, I'm still for him, and I'm still fine with drafting him. Obviously, you got to just be careful where you're drafting. You can't draft him too high. But my biggest issue, my biggest issue with Trey Lance is I do think. I do think San Francisco would want to trade him, but the problem is, and I mentioned this on a couple of different episodes when we got into Trey Lance and that San Francisco quarterback situation, is that they gave up so much for him that it's going to be tough to recoup 75 cents on the dollar, 80 cents on the dollar. They're probably going to get 60 cents on the dollar. And I don't know at this point if San Francisco is willing to take that hit at this point, you know, because they're like, bro, we traded so much capital to move up and get this guy. We might as well see what he's got. There's not a lot of capital invested in Brock Purdy. You know what I'm saying? So I, I think if there's any question about Brock Purdy's availability, even the slightest, I think they run Trey Lance out there and see what he's got. You know what I'm saying? So, and that could work for San Fran and against them, because if it works for them, cool. Now they got their quarterback and, you know, they feel like they made the right move. If he goes out there and stinks it up or gets hurt again, then his value is even worse than it is now. So San Francisco's in a really interesting position and, you know, that the same situation with Justin Fields, right? That fifth year option is going to start. That clock is going to start ticking as well. So, you know, San Francisco is really going to have to make some decisions on what they want to do with Trey Lance. Like I know, like the GM came out and said, "Oh, Purdy's the you know the leader of the whatever the room." Like he didn't necessarily say he was a starter. Like I guess you can say he kind of did without saying it, but at the mm-hmm. same time, like he also said, "Like I leave that up to the coach. Like that's the coach's decision." Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, we can't forget like just last year, well, I guess two years ago now where, you know, Jimmy took them, you know, to the championship and they were just like shit on Jimmy. And they were like, bro, you're, you're done. Like you're not getting traded. I mean, you're not, you know, you're getting traded. We're going to, you know, whatever they were going to do with him. And they literally said like Trey Lance, 
it's your team. Like this is Trey Lance's team. They literally said that they were excited about it. They well, were we knew it. we knew it was and his it was team Trey when Lance. they traded all that draft capital. Like we no, knew. It was I, his I team. know. I, I guess the, my point is like let's not forget what they felt about Trey Lance at a particular time where mm-hmm. they were able, where they were willing to throw out a veteran QB that's taken them to the ship and say, mm-hmm. you know what, here you go. It's your team now. So, Agreed. you know, that's no, a totally big agree. thing. That, that was definitely a big thing for me, um, you know, with that. Uh, Crispy don't like him. <laughs> I mean, we don't know what he is. Yeah, Song said uh, they they said he's been throwing the ball differently. He's using his hips more than his arm. Yeah, he changed his motion. Like I said, he was, you know, been, he's been with Mahomes. He's been with Josh Allen. So he's been, you know. He's been doing a few things. We'll see. Uh, see what happens. Yeah, throwing like Patrick Mahomes, more weight on his back foot while he's throwing the ball. Yeah, I mean he knows he had. He's got to you know be better, right? Or or get better, right? He only played one year of college, right? He hasn't got right. a lot of NFL experience. So no. And then he obviously he got hurt, and now this whole Brock Purdy thing. So he's he's taking his chance and his shot that he's gonna get seriously. So. You know, be, just being able to even go and practice and just pick those guys' brains and learn from those guys is is a huge thing for a rookie. Like, you don't see that all the time. Like, you know, mm-hmm. who else is practicing with Patrick Mahomes and, <laughs> and Josh? Well, I'll it's be honest. Like, it's kind of like when Melvin Gordon was started in the offseason with Adrian Peterson, and then he right. started going off. And I'm like, bro, he's, he's learning from, from AP, you know, learning from the best. Yeah, I mean, listen, it doesn't hurt. Um and as awesome as Patrick Mahomes is, I don't think he has the best mechanics. <laughs> so. No, he doesn't. But that, but he's a he's a new school baseball player, shortstop type yeah, guy yeah, that yeah. can throw the ball at at it. He doesn't have to. He can stand up there and throw it perfectly over the top and in, in, in the pocket if he has to. But I mean, this is the NFL. These guys are, you know, they're smart. You're trying to manip- manipulate defenders. You're trying to move defenders around to open up spaces and create spaces for your wide receivers. So, you know, mm-hmm. whether it's and, and these guys at the D line now are huge. I mean, you know, they're batting passes down, so you've got to throw it at different angles. And you know, what better than a guy like Patrick Mahomes to do, you know, to do shit like that? So, and that's the thing with Trey is he's kind of I don't want to say he's Patrick Mahomes as, but he's a guy that can kind of you know change the angle a little bit and make some of those kind of throws like that. So, yeah, I mean, like I said, I just, I, and also too, I wonder if say Trey Lance comes out in two or three weeks in, he's struggling, you know, is the leash going to, is the leash going to be short? Cause they know they got Brock Purdy in the bullpen. Well, oh yeah, of course, of course, of course. By you, my guy, what up brother? The bang Shout out to Bayou. Guys, go go look him up. Give him a follow um, on YouTube. He's doing his thing over there um, as well. What do y'all think uh, weighs more heavy? Playoff wins or the draft capital, the player cost, that organization? Because the Brock got the postseason Ws and Lance caused a bunch of traffic. That I mean, uh, listen, that's that's true, but at the same time, like they they don't want somebody that can just get them there. I mean, Jimmy G can get you there. You want to get somebody that's going to take you over the top. Is Brock Purdy going to be the guy that takes you over the top, or is a guy like Trey Lance going to be the guy that takes you over the top? Because it seems like to me the postseason Ws, like they can get that with any QB with the system they have and the guys that they have around them. So they're looking for the guy that's going to get them over the top. Um, and you know, is Lance that guy or you know 
Is Brock that guy? I mean, to answer the question directly, I I truly believe it's the draft capital, considering how much it was in this in this particular circumstance, right? So for San Francisco, I think they gave up what like three first round picks or some nonsense like that to move up and get him. So so it was a substantial amount of draft capital, and also to the guy that he is competing with was what a six round pick seventh round pick whatever the case may be so that's also another factor in it as well so uh you know short of brock purdy winning the super bowl i think trey lance was always still going to get an opportunity and i know you've been saying that for a while now um in terms of like brock purdy had to go out and win the super bowl like that's kind of you know what it was but that's i don't know man like i think like I think Brock Purdy did well. Like he did really well, right? But he I did better than he did better than anybody thought. Of course, he had nothing to lose. But I don't think he did anything to be like that's the, I don't know that's the starting guy forever. Like I think he did great. But if you really like look at some of the fine tuned shit, like we saw against the good defenses, you know, like he should have had a couple interceptions, right? He didn't play as well once he started feeling like some real real pressure. And again they were mostly ahead of most games that they played. So they didn't have to like play from behind where it's like, all right, Brock Purdy, we need you to go like take us and win this fucking game. Like, so yeah, but that just, that just goes back to what you said about just how the San Francisco, how that San Fran team is built where they could basically just plug anybody in there and get to the NFC championship game, you know, with that roster and everything. So I guess, you know, what you're saying about Trey Lance, is he the guy to get him over the top? We don't know yet. But yeah, I mean, especially the draft capital matters a ton because they spent up to get this player. He's mm-hmm. guaranteed a five-year contract. I mean, he was, what was he, pick three, four, something three, like that? Three, I believe. So, yeah, I mean, that is a ton of money that you're investing, guaranteed money at that top, at a top pick like that, that you are yep. investing Agreed. into a player. And, you know, it, I mean, just think if you were the GM, like how would you feel like you paying all this money for something or – you know, you can relate it to almost any kind of business, like, you, and then you don't use that thing, like, fuck that, like, you know, you. Spend it's, it's basically, it's basically like buying a house, and then because something's wrong with it, you have to stay in like a luxury hotel for a while. Like mm-hmm. that's the that's that's the equivalent of it. Like, yeah, you want to go back home, like you want to go into what you bought, what you built. You know what I mean? So I, I do think at the end of the day that all Trey Lance has to really do is just play like Brock Purdy played last year. And it's not even a question that he's the guy. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's how I look at it. Appreciate the shout out Excited for the fantasy season. Yeah, man. Hell yeah. It's nonstop. Nonstop. Draft capital matters at the same coaching staff is there. Yeah. This has something to do with it too. Mm -hmm. Validate the draft. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, but typically, like the QBs that get drafted high, like it, they'll always basically get a shot. Um, a couple of shots, you know. See but Zach yeah, Wilson. coaching staff, coaching staff is something that absolutely um, that absolutely matters, and that's why sometimes we worry about certain guys. Kyler Murray, know, we're just talking about him. The coaching staff. Well, is added yeah, there. I mean, he's a, he's a proven QB though, and he has a contract, so we're not but necessarily. Um, no, but what I'm saying is. What I'm saying is the same principles apply though when a, oh, yeah. when when a a new regime comes in, you know, there's potential that 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 quarterback can, you know, be be on the block or be, you know, on the move. So, yeah. 
a lot of these coaches and GMs, they hitch their wagon to these top quarterback draft picks. Like, look at the Jets, right? The Jets are a good example. Um, they, they hitched their wagon to Zach Wilson. And as soon as that started going south, they said, we got to get Aaron Rodgers to save their regime because of the fumbled Zach Wilson pick. I mean, to be fair, he should have never been picked that high, but. But we're going off what it is, right? We're going off what it is. Jeff Capital Matters, Josh Rosen said, what's up? Yeah, I mean, problem with Josh, Josh Rosen, Josh Rosen, Josh Rosen is like, was an example of, uh, I didn't think he was crazy good either, but. He was just a product of a horrible situation. Like when he went, you know, when he was drafted, that team was just was so terrible. Bad. And then, and, and then they were really bad. So they had Kyler, so that they got Kyler the next year, which is crazy to think about. And then he went to, you know, Miami. another shit team, Miami, right at that yep. at that particular time. Yep. Um. So that was. Yeah, he never got his fair shot. That's a good call, though, Jamie, in terms of, mm-hmm. of the Josh Rosen thing, because he, he got forgot about really quickly. Uh, they took Kyler, and they said, yo, we're out. Listen, you know, for the most part, like, the talent will overtrump the situation, but it's not always, right? Sometimes that situation fucks you, um, you know? So, we shall see. Trey shouldn't have been taken that high either. To make that yeah, argument, you can say, yeah, I think he still would have been taken somewhere around that range, but but also, I think, I think what San Francisco was looking at it was kind of like the Kansas City mold, where we have a really good professional quarterback in Jimmy G. We're going to take this project quarterback that we could sit for a year, for a develop year, yeah. him, work him in the you know, work him in the system, let him get comfortable in practice, and then he's going to be our unquestioned starter you know, in that second season. And that's pretty much the mold they followed, that Kansas City mold. So, you know, to draft a guy at number three and not really get anything out of him, that's that's a bad look on the, on the organization as a whole, and which is why we both think that he's going to get the opportunity to go out there and pretty much play the whole season, barring some, you know, unforeseen injury or bad play. They're going to they're gonna see it out themselves. And... Not only that, they, I mean, his, his his stock could rise um, as well, obviously, if he plays good. But at that point, that maybe they don't get rid of him. Um, but maybe they should do it, you know, uh, before. Or maybe, or maybe I mean, listen, trade. there's teams out there that will most likely take a shot on Trey Lance, especially teams like the Falcons, where they might not, they're not probably, they they're probably not going to be bad enough to get a high enough pick to draft one of those top QBs, right? So, right. You know, Vikings kind of like same situation. Like, you know, if we fucking fumble the bag and just have a decent or even a shitty season, it might not. It's not going to be bad enough where we get one. Not like top five bad enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and they drafted Tua. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Josh Rosen got tossed around like a. A lead balloon. That was the end of that. Lance will start week one, even if Brock is healthy. Let's not forget about Sam Darnold, an ex-first round pick. Yeah, well, Sam, that, that, that's why Sam Darnold is still around because he was an ex-first round pick. I mean, he's getting Baker Mayfield chance after chance. Baker's getting chance after chance. Um, you know, so even if like you don't even turn out like, but they see a little bit of light, they're like, oh, you know, 
want to keep giving this guy a chance. So, I mean, yeah. But, I mean, that's the other thing, too, is, like, bro, Sam Darnold could probably run this offense really well. I would agree. Like, better than Brock, probably. I think I think I think Sam Darnold was another one of those products of what you talked about. Just a bad situation yeah. getting drafted to the Jets. They had nothing around him. His confidence mm-hmm. was fucking broken. He went to Carolina and Carolina wasn't exactly a juggernaut either. Um, but yeah, if, if if Sam Darnold was the unquestioned starter in San Francisco, if he was their guy, he could get them to the playoffs. We got a, a question here. Um, should I give up Bijan for DK, a 25 first, a 26 first, and a 24 second? Tanking already. Um, I mean, are those going to be like high, are those going to be late picks? Is it going to be like a late 25 first, a late 26 first? Yeah, that's the problem with those future picks. You kind of don't know where they're at. If it's late, probably not. Like, I'd rather try and just get a. A more elite wide receiver. Not that DK is not, you know, elite, but I'd want somebody better that I want mid most likely. Mm. Is it super flex or uh, one QB? Dude's team isn't too good. Yeah, I mean, listen, if you feel his team is not too good and you get you're getting yourself too early first in DK, I mean, that's not a bad hole. One QB. Uh, how many starters? How many starters on offense? Like one QB makes me not like it as much. Makes the pick a little less valuable. Yeah, or picks, I should say. Imagine if Tom Brady was taken by another team, we wouldn't have to go the past twenty-five years. Yeah, I mean. There's always those, you know, those outlier situations. And, you know, again, some situations, right, situations happen. Um, Sam Darnold, again, like you said, with the Jets, I mean, shitty-ass situation. Like, it was bad. He showed some signs. Then he wound up going, you know, he goes to Carolina where he plays awesome the first, like, four games of that season two years ago and then gets hurt, um, comes back and does, like, okay, not not too well. Um, and, and then, then Baker, we got last year, same thing. Yeah. They wound up bringing in Baker. He – uh, he winds up getting hurt, comes in, and actually plays decently well for them uh, with DJ Moore. So that'll keep DJ me tanked for Marvin. Ten starters. Ten starters on offense. Okay. So it is a little deep. Um, that's not bad. I, I don't know if you're getting Marvin unless you're getting, like, the 101, though, because especially if it's one QB, I mean, <laughs> Marvin's going to be the 101 probably. 102, depending on the QB. Well, not because it's one QB, so not even. So, yeah, that's a tough one. I mean, I don't mind it. If your team is that bad and you need the, you know, if that's the best you can get, I would just, I would still shop around, like, I, and see what else you can get. See if you can get somebody better than DK or, or some other assets too before you take it. I would just keep on looking. And worst comes to worst, if you just feel that's the best offer and that's going to, you know, be the best for you, and you feel that that team really isn't that good that you're getting the picks from, then yeah, absolutely. But you're going to know that uh, better than me. But yeah, that's kind of how I would look at it. Falcons, Titans, Vikings, even the Dolphins could be interested for less if and when we were. Yeah, 
<laughs> Who has the better 2023 season, Lance, Pickett, or Stroud? Lance, for me, if he's the starter, hell yeah, I think. You know? I'm not going to sleep on C.J. Stroud, though. I think I think he could do some good things in, in Houston, but, bro, Lance just has so much – he has such a better team. Like, and so better team. Yeah, better. He has the upside, obviously. So uh, you got to say Lance, but I think C.J. Stroud is going to surprise a lot of people um, in his first season. Now Houston's not yeah. a good team, so yeah, that's a, yeah, that's the other part of it. I mean, I I like Stroud. I, I don't know, like Pickett. I think will maybe he's supposed to do better this year. Like we're expecting him to do better. He needs to do better, obviously. Um, it's close between Pickett or Stroud. Um, I'm gonna go with Pickett just because it's a better team and offense. I mean, defense, everything. So I feel like Pickett might have some more opportunities to score than Stroud, even though, I mean, maybe Houston is down by a lot and Stroud winds up does throwing a lot. So you can look at it that way too. But, yeah, that's a tough one. That's a close one for me. Now, I value Stroud more than Pickett, but if we're just talking about the straight 2023 season, I might have to pull Pickett on that after Lance. What about you? Uh, yeah, I'm going Lance Stroud and then Pickett. I just okay. don't, I it's, just it's don't close. know the volume that Pickett. If Pickett's going to get enough volume to be able to keep up, Sam Donald is so whack. I would argue if he were that good, he would turn a bad situation. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't think he's that good that he can turn a horrible situation into good. He's but not I, Joe Burrow. No, I, Let's well, put it that no. Way. Well, Joe Burrow's got weapons too. But no, but Joe he, Burrow he's not a, he's a bad not, situation. He's not Tom Brady, where his best receiver is Deion Branch, and he'll be okay. Like, <laughs> you know, I think that if you put some weapons around Donald, he can operate. He can operate for you. You know, I don't think that he's some kind of world beater or great, you know, amazing QB. But I think he's good enough that if you put some guys around him that he can produce for you a little bit. I mean, we've seen what he can do with DJ Moore. I mean, and that's it. There's nobody else like over there. We've seen he can, you know, there was, he didn't have anybody on the jets. He goes in and gets a little bit of DJ Moore and plays well with him when he was fully healthy. So uh, yeah, I think if you give Sam Donald some weapons, I, I think he'll be okay. And I think the San Fran offense is like almost perfect, to, you know, for anybody really. But yeah, I think Sam Donald would actually be good. But, yeah, I don't think he's good enough to turn a bad situation into good. Like, there's not, you know, a ton of guys out there that like that. So, what do you think, Cameron? Yeah, it's – I mean, I don't think Sam Donald is so whack. Like I said, I don't I don't think he's – I think he's a backup at this point. But on a team like San Francisco, if they had to go to him, I think they will feel confident. You know, you can't just drop him on any team. And I brought up the Joe Burrow reference because if you were obviously Joe Burrow went number one overall because the Bengals were terrible. They didn't have Jamar Chase yet. I think they I think that was T. Higgins first year. If I remember, I don't remember exactly when. But when Joe Burrow got there, that team was trash, like absolute trash. And in his rookie year, he was pretty good before he got hurt. So that's kind of like the parallel I was drawing when we were talking about Sam Darnold, where he can't just go in and just uplift an entire, put the franchise on his shoulders. Like, yeah, Burrow, basically that's no. the, the parallel I was drawing, but yeah, I mean, he's not that, but can he be Jared Goffish? Potentially. Like, 
on a team that you know, like you said, on a team with that the weapons puts pieces enough pieces anyway. And and let's 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 give Sam Donald a little bit of a break. The, the Jets are a team where quarterbacks go to die. Geno Smith, right? <laughs> Zach Wilson, Sam Donald. Do I do I need to go on? <laughs> One of my nightmares is Sam Darnold as a starter somehow. Listen, there's a possibility. I mean, what if they do trade Trey Lance? Brock Purdy's the dude. Brock Purdy gets hurt maybe, or maybe he's not He's not going to be ready for the start of the season, but they know like he's going to be okay and he will he will be ready. And they're like, all right, Trey Lance, you, bye-bye. Sam Darnold, you're the starter for the first, you know, two games, whatever, then Brock's going to be okay or whatever. Like maybe maybe some shit like that happens. Who knows? But, there, there is a reason they brought him in there, though. Like, I mean, yeah, they they played a game with no quarterback uh, yeah. last year. <laughs> and they said that's not happening again. So, you know, but we see time and time again, especially, you know, we play in these super flex leagues where mm-hmm. these backup quarterbacks, they get a start or two during the season. Like something always happens that somehow they wound up being a startable piece for a week or, you know, yep. or at least a couple times uh, a season. So, Nice pick in the 21 pops, but adult was taking first team reps. I think he'll start week one. Um, Andy Dalton. Plus, these young QBs normally get drafted shitty teams because they got high pick. Yeah, that's typically what happens, and that's why it sucks for for some of these uh, for some of these guys because they get put all in this uh, just a horrible mm-hmm. situation. They don't get a chance to actually like learn and it's all like on the fly and you know not everybody is able to do that i think i think we were also too another guy that we we talked about briefly was trevor lawrence remember how bad he was his first year he was bad like really bad historically bad and you know a year and a half later we're talking about him as you know in that top five six range not only fantasy but as a quarterback you could build your franchise around in real, you know, in real life. So it, it could turn around that quickly for some of these guys, just given the, not only the players around them, but I talked about this too. The coach and the GM are, that's a big deal. You know, well, you know, Gino Smith, right. Gets a good G- offense. Gino, He's got some guys around him. I but mean, Gino was a little bit different. Gino's a lot. Gino's what, 32. So he kind of, he was kind of forgotten well, about for a while. Yeah. Well, what I'm saying is he got, you know, situation, went bad for him, you know, with the Jets. And then, you know, he wound up in a good situation and he actually, like, produced. Look at him now. He's got a contract. Like, now whether that was a one-season wonder or not, like, you know, we shall But he still did that. Um, But he still still did did that. that. You know, we Mm -hmm. saw, like, you know, Case Keenum on the Vikings, I always bring up, had that great season. He's got weapons. He's got a nice team around him. Like, you know, you don't have to be the greatest quarterback if you have weapons around you, if you've got a defense, right? I mean, that that all helps. But I think that's such an anomaly, though. Normally, within the first two, within the first two to three years, we know if you're going to be the guy. I would say by that second oh, yeah. year, yeah. If you're going to be know one if of you're the top, guy, yeah. you're going to be one of those top, like you know, twelve, fifteen. Like, like, like Patrick Mahomes, we knew his that his obviously his, it was his second year, but his first year actually playing, we knew well, he was going to be the guy. Well, Josh yeah. Allen, right? It took Josh Allen until his third year he got Stephon Diggs. Jalen Hurts, his third year he got AJ Brown. Uh, even even go back a little further than that. Aaron Rodgers, right? Sat for three years. We saw what he did his first year. It wasn't great, but still good. 
And then that sec- that second season starting, we knew he was the guy. So, um, you know, a lot of these quarterbacks, it doesn't take very long to know if they're going to be the guy or not. About Sam Donald is way better than Josh Johnson. Yeah, I could definitely agree with that. I mean, Josh Johnson has played on like every NFL team. Yeah, that's, right? Josh Johnson doesn't exactly set the bar very high. Um, all right, who else? Uh, who else you got, Hammer? Who's the next guy up? So that's that. that, that those, those are my three quarterbacks. Quarterback, um, was there any other quarterback? I don't. I didn't write down everybody, but I I just wrote down like a few names. Let me see if there's any other quarterbacks that maybe you didn't mention. Uh, Mac Jones. Right. Yeah. yeah, that's you know what? I didn't I didn't feel like Mac Jones was enough of a needle mover to mention. Um, just in terms of I think if they found a better option, they would go with it. Uh he got benched last year, so that kind of indicated like you're on notice, bro. So, you know, how, the the Patriots never, you know, outside of the Tom Brady, Randy Moss days, you know, and then obviously a little bit after that never really were known for drafting offensive skill guys that's why i worry that mac jones is kind of going to be a a victim of his circumstance and and his lack of ability to have critical guys and also i don't think mac jones is that talented i think he is what he is i don't think he's going to get any better per se well i mean he had a, a promising rookie season i mean 22 and 13 for almost 4000 yards um, you know, 13 intos, but for the first season, that's that's a great first season compared to yeah. Some, yeah. Some he had the best rookie season out of any of those quarterbacks. And in then, draft you know, and then last year, of course, obviously, you know, there was the issues that you that you talked about, and just the offense in general. I mean, it just wasn't that mm-hmm. good. I mean, the, they, they were just not meshing the play calling. We've seen Mac Jones on camera saying that you know, shit play calling. Mm-hmm. And, you know the play suck, and you know he's he that was another thing. The, yeah, he wants to throw the ball. So like, I still kind of like Mac Jones. Like, you know, um, they just gotta like unleash it. Just let him fucking be. Like, let him I don't think he's that out. guy. Like, I don't think know? he's that guy. He's not that well, unleash it. Kind he doesn't of guy. have to be. He doesn't have to be a Joe Burrow. As what I mean is just kind of open up the offense a little bit and take a few chances. Like I just felt like he didn't Too throw the ball enough. Yeah. Like yeah, I mean. Uh, look at these. Where's his pass attempts here? I mean, I just feel like he could have, like, not only the pass attempts, but I feel like, like, deeper routes, like, just opening up the offensive, mm-hmm. just in general. Like, I just felt like it was just a way to. Do you felt like New England? Offense, do you like, felt like New England had the playmakers for him to even open it up? I mean, that's of course always a good. Who got hurt and couldn't do jack? I mean, you had. Kobe Myers, who was good, but that was kind of really it. I mean, they relied mostly on the, you know, they relied on the run game the year before where it was, you know, Damian Harris and, you know, running shit in and Stevenson. And, I mean, uh, I don't know. I still like him. Like, I mean, I think he's okay. I mean, this is a big year for him. This is that, that, this is that year that, you know, he needs to take that step up. I mean, they didn't really get anybody on offense. I mean, they got Juju instead of Jacoby. I mean, same thing, basically. Uh, they brought in Gusecki. Yeah, but... They, I they, uh, 
they got rid of Damian Harris. Who did? Did they bring in anybody else? Running back? No, they didn't bring anybody in. It's just fucking uh, Stevenson and Pierre. Uh, your pick, bro. Ooh, yes, I'm NASA, aware. I get the NASA alert. took CJ Stroud. Yeah, he did. Oh. There's a couple of different ways I really want to was, go here. Who's Hammer going with? Hammer's on the clock, boys. Hammer's on the clock. He's got a pick to make here. Third round. He's he started with a third pick. He's got Hertz and Olave right now, and he's got to decide who he's going with here. Um, they did get James Robinson, but I, I, he's not. I don't know how much he's taken, if anything. I mean, they've got Ty Montgomery too. He was the passing, you know, the passing pass catching back. So it is that. Does he do that? Like I, I don't know. Um, but Stevenson is 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 the guy right now, um, which I didn't know if he was going to you know make it through the draft and all that. So much is going to change for Mac Jones in the offense year. They didn't even have an offensive coordinator. Yeah, yeah, that's true too. I mean, it can't get much worse. Like that's how I'm kind of looking at it. And being that he did have a promising first season, I mean, what he did for a rookie QB in that first season that that was a good season. You know, especially for a rookie. So, yeah, he took a step back, but the whole team took a step back. It was just a mess. Um, and, again, they didn't really bring in an influx of talent. So, you know, it would have been nice to see if they drafted a, a nice wide receiver or if they would have brought in, you know, a D-hop or some shit like that, that kind of, you know, some kind of wide yeah. receiver. But Mac Jones fucked up talking shit about how the Evil Empire was running their operation. That's a big no-no for the Evil <laughs> Empire. Yeah, I know. Mac Jones is not afraid to fucking air shit out, bro. He's... Fuck that shit, uh, Belichick. I ain't Tom Brady, bro. You ain't gonna talk to me like that. Right, right. <laughs> you know, I'm tired of dinking and dunking. Mm. I don't. Uh, I know where I want to go, but I'm not I sure. <laughs> I traded 2024 fifth for Dalton because I have Young. All right. Mm, mm, mm. I guess. I mean, did you do you really need Dalton? I mean, do you not have another QB to start? Is that why you like you have to do it or? Or maybe he's just not sure if if uh, Young is gonna, you know, start right out the box. But well, even if he doesn't, I mean, if, if is he? That's what I'm saying. Is he your starting? Like, do you not have another QB where you had to go spend it? Um, cause it won't be long before Young is in there. And there's not even, you know, they might might be saying what mm-hmm. they're saying now. And then once pre, you know, OT like real training camp comes and preseason comes, and he just looks better than Dalton. Like they're gonna play right. Like so, I mean, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Zicky breakout incoming. Yeah, I'll. <coughs> I like Zicky. Oh, shit. I like Zicky. Um, I, I just I don't know. I don't know. I could see a breakout. I could also see him not doing jack. Um, but yeah, to get him like late, I mean, he's going crazy late. Like he's basically free. So I love the value. Just to um, just to set. Um, 
what's Hammer's up? Yeah, what are you doing, Hammer? What, what are we doing here? Hammer's still thinking about it. He's, he's I uh, am. not even paying attention to me right now. He's yeah, locked I, in. He's locked and loaded in this motherfucker. Yeah, bro. Because because <laughs> I really I, I I really wanted to take T Higgins, but obviously uh, Marty snagged him at the uh, at the two twelve. So I have a couple of guys I want to go with, but you know, it's definitely worth mulling over. See the problem that the problem here without mentioning any names is there's a ton of really in here that is in that league, but it's right. That's fine. But there's there's a ton of veteran guys who are gonna be really good right now that I can go with versus the younger guys with the upside. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of that's kind of where I'm at. I wanted to take I want to take this particular player who's a one of the veteran guys because I do have Olave on the younger side. So if this yeah, particular yeah. if this particular guy, that's you know, the, that's kind of what I'm looking at. So that's the, that's the thing is, you know, you, you get your, you know, when you have your core guys, you can take an older guy and you still have it, you know, that three ish year window still. So, you know, of that that elite production. So yeah. You know, do you do you take that? Do you take that production? And try and build it up. Mm. You got Jalen and you got Olave. See, even though Olave is young, he's still gonna produce this year. So you're still gonna get production even with. Yeah, I know. <clears throat> I know. I want to do it so bad, but also too. I mean. Mm. Mm, mm, I got mm. so many options when it comes back to me. I, I got to see how this board. That's what I'm. That's what I'm mulling over now. It's really between. It's really between two or three guys. I've kind of narrowed it down between two or three guys. Okay. Um, same position. Or yes. Same position. Same, same position. position. Okay. Yeah. Same position. Because <laughs> my first two picks really solidified me um, with youth and upside, obviously. And should I mention it? Well, yeah, you can mention it. There's no one else here. I'm way further than you, so what you say right now doesn't, doesn't affect. Mean, yeah, doesn't affect me. <laughs> and 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 you have and you have two picks before I even go like way down the line. So yeah. Cheetah obviously is an option here. Oh yeah, but that three, but that it's three, a... that three year window. Um, and then I'm looking at you always Devon. paid him after this year, though, too. You don't have to, you know, yeah, I know. Years. Like, somebody's know. always gonna want him. And then I'm looking at, I'm looking at a guy like JSN, Devonta, Devonta. So that's, yeah, that's your where boy I'm Cup at. is over there. Diggs is still up there. Nah, nah, Cup's He's not bad. in the running. I have my share, I have my share of Cup, and I'm, I'm good right there. Boy, Devonta, nah, not Devonta Adams. He's no, Jersey I'll pass Drake. it. Yeah, it's between Cheetah, Devonta, and JSN. Those are the three guys that I'm looking at. What about at DK? Right you don't like DK? No. Nah, I feel like I mean, DK I and Devonta is like the same thing, pretty much. <laughs> They're gonna give you the yeah, same exact production. Like I think I think I think uh DK's I think got some more upside though. Who? DK, I think he's got some more upside because the touchdowns, like I if you yeah. get double digit touchdowns, like yeah, you know what? I'm going for the gusto. Going for the gusto. We take your boy Cheetah. <clears throat> so we Cheetah, Olave, and Hurts for Hammer here. Let me see. Oh, uh, oh, let me pull it up. I guess everybody can see it real quick. Yeah. 
<clears throat> All right, so you got Hammer right over here at the third pick. Both Hurts, Olave, and Hill. Now, let me tell y'all about my story. So I made kind of I made a dumb trade, but I did it because I wanted to get my guy. Um, because I don't have him in <laughs> I don't have him in any leagues. And it, it was just it was an opportunity. And I was like, all right, because I got stuck with you know 11th pick. I've been picking from the back end of a lot of my startups, and I just didn't want the same guy. So boom, I made the trade and got JJ. I traded like my seventh round pick. Um, the 111 and the seven. The 111 and the set and the seventh round pick. So I moved up and I got JJ. And then I got no shares of Garrett Wilson either. So I know. I was looking I at got a Garrett. bunch of shares. I got a bunch of shares of Kyler. I got a share of A Rich. And I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna build this team different this time and say, fuck it. Let me just do it differently. Um mm-hmm. and so I went with Justin Jefferson and Garrett Wilson. Like and you could say I went with Garrett Wilson early. I would have went with CD actually, but CD got taken right before me. And like I love AJ Brown, but I don't know. I, I wanted just a younger Wilson. Like AJ's a bully. Like he he just you know he's I don't know. I just wanted Garrett Wilson, so I got Garrett Wilson and JJ. Yeah, I would have loved to have uh, AJ Brown to pair him with with Hurts, but that wasn't possible. But I like the way the team is shaping out so far. My first three picks, I feel really good about it. I got my two young core guys basically, and I got Cheetah, who's who's a game breaker. So you know, I, I fucking feel fantastic about that. And that that Miami offense, yo, you know what's wild? I was looking at, uh, I was looking at Cheetah's production in Kansas City versus last year in Miami, and we thought he was amazing in Kansas City. He was better last year than any of his seasons in Kansas City, mm-hmm. which is crazy to me. Devonta, uh, Jamie said. Yeah, I was going to take Devonta. I went with Cheetah. Uh, Bill Check is the offensive coordinator. Matt Patricia was just a scapegoat. <clears throat> that was higher to fall in the night. Dappy time. Hey. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, was, that was so strange that – <laughs> Bill Belichick did that, where he brought Patricia back in, who's a defensive guy, and puts him as the offensive coordinator, and then basically says, like, we're both going to be calling plays. And the result is exactly what you saw last year for the New England offense, just inconsistent, not cohesive, and yeah. But I think I think a lot of people are looking at Bill Belichick because they know he's the emperor over there. And I don't think that Matt Patricia really is the scapegoat, you know, from from all the shows I watch and everything. <clears throat> you know, a lot of people looking at Bill Belichick like, yo, you put him in that position. You know what I mean? It's not the GM that's putting him in that position. Well, Bill Belichick is the GM, but Bill Belichick put Matt Patricia in that position. So Bill Belichick's got to answer those, you know, answer for that. Yeah, I have Devonta over Higgins by two spots. Yeah, I, I can't put Devonta over Higgins. I just can't. I, I just think when Higgins is healthy, like his points per game is wild. Um, like he's he's nice. It's just a matter of, you know, staying healthy and shit. And sometimes it is going to be, you know, inconsistent when you've got, you know, Jamar Chase there as well. Like it's, you know, sometimes Devonta's in a similar position. Like and yeah, and Devonta is in a very similar position. But I just feel like Higgins has a higher ceiling. Than Devonta does. I'm not. What do you think? I think Devonta's a little more explosive. Now I understand what you're saying in terms of the uh, the touchdowns, but you know, you you're splitting hairs with both of them essentially. 
because they're they're in the same exact role in a really good offense opposite a true number one wide receiver. So I think the value you're going to get from them is is similar. It's not going to be vastly different. So you said uh, splitting hairs. I was watching uh, a clip of Kendrick Perkins and um, Richard Jefferson. I don't know if you saw that. About the hair? (laughs) Richard Jefferson was like, we're splitting hairs here. (laughs) Perkins is like, Wait, split no hairs. <laughs> and then there's another one where the uh the, the female the lady said I think yeah, I the, that one too, right? What, what was yeah, it? Uh... Kendrick, what's the chances of Kendrick Perkins going on a diet? The same chances of you growing a full head of hair. <laughs> uh Mr. Bakes Live. I'm on the clock. All right, shit, my bad. What do you guys think of Evan Hole being the potential number two in Indy, or has Zach Moss solidified that role? I think, yeah, Evan Hole definitely has a potential of being the number two there, um, without a doubt. Does that happen or not? I mean, you know, it will remain to be seen, but he definitely has potential to. Zach Moss is meh. Yeah, Zach Moss is. I just. Uh... All right, we can say it. All right. Mm. Because Patricia's a rocket scientist, he may know about that, but doesn't know how to run an offense. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Um, who else you got, Hammer? Uh, I got some RBs to throw at you. Uh, first guy was ETN. Yeah, my guy. Um, yeah. All I mean, my top 10 dynasty running backs. Yep. Moved them down, I think. But they do take Bigsby, maybe. Um, they did get Bigsby, but I, again, I you know we see what these guys, what these teams are trying to do now, um, and he doesn't need to be the three-down workhorse, right? I mean, mm-hmm. we see what. Not saying that he's CMC, but we see what they how they use CMC. We see how they use you know some of these guys, and I think ETN can still see, you know, eighteen to twenty touches. And still be very highly efficient and be a top and running back. Like I, you know, um, yep. Does he not? You know, the, the big, the big, big question is, you know, does he lose goal line work? <clears throat> um, I think they plan on using him more in the pass game, and that's why, like, they've got a got kind of guy like Tank Bigsby, um, <clears throat> which he was he was very underwhelming as a pass catcher last year. Um, and I, and yeah. that was one of the things that we kind of looked forward to with him coming, you know, off the injury. So I, I'd be very interested to see how much of how much more he's involved in the passing game, because, you know, that could elevate him even a little bit higher if he's a little more involved in the passing game. But we I mean, we perfectly like we saw Pollard last year. I mean, you give eight to 20, 18 to 20 touches and you yeah. know he's the top 10 RB. So. <clears throat> You know, and I and I think especially on a better offense, like he's going to have higher quality touches. Um, so even if if it's not twenty five touches, it's twenty. It's a it's higher quality twenty touches than you know a, a low quality twenty five touches. Like you know. Yeah, I would agree. So yeah, I still <clears throat> I still like ETN. He did move down, you know, like I said, prior to. Again, the biggest thing is going to be the goal line work and the pass catching. Like, you know, mm-hmm. it makes sense that okay, he he'll maybe he'll get more pass catching, he'll be more involved in the pass game, but does he lose the goal line work? Um, 
Um, you know, I'm fine with him missing, you know, or losing, you know, some carries that, you know, up the middle running on those, you know, right. Those first and tens or, you know, second and short, third and short, whatever, you know, throw the bigger back, throw the throw bigs be in there, let him get the first down, front out a couple yards, soften up the defense like Zeke did for Pollard um, and kind of do it that way. But yeah, I still fuck with it. Yeah, like I said, um, and I would buy right now, and with the the perception that you know he's not going to get you know enough work, or you know people are down because of the Bigsby thing, and and I like Tank Bigsby. I was a big Bigsby guy coming in, um, but I just think that there's going to be room for for you know for two guys. Um, Bigsby can be like a low end RB two, RB three ish, and then you've got Etn as you know he's the real RB one, but. You know, the RB1s, like, especially nowadays, the way how athletic these guys are, like, they don't need fucking 25, 30 totes on the ground. They don't need Derek Henry groundwork, like, Adrian yeah. Peterson groundwork. They don't, they don't need that, <clears throat> you know? Yeah, yeah, so ETM was one of the – a little interesting guy to kind of go into. Another guy I had uh, brought up. Uh, another guy I had written down, and he was Najee Harris. I love him too. He's a, I'm I'm buying him too. I don't know how you feel about him, but uh, you tell me your uh, give me yeah, your feel on, on Najee first. His his efficiency, um, obviously he his his value was really high coming into his rookie year. I think it took a little bit of a hit last year just because the efficiency wasn't great. But he picked it up down the stretch, from what I remember. Obviously Pittsburgh wasn't a crazy volume offense. Um, but I think, I think they'll be better enough where his efficiency improves. So if his, if his efficiency improves, he was still RB 14 in PPR last year in virtually a down year, a thousand yards, seven touchdowns, three more, three more touchdowns receiving, but his, his receiving work took a downturn. He went from 94 targets 74 grabs to 41 catches on 53. So his catch percentage went up, but the volume significantly decreased. Obviously, going from Ben Roethlisberger to Kenny Pickett will do that. But, you know, still over a 1,000 yards and 10 touchdowns. So I would like to see, like I said, the efficiency improve, still under four yards and carry for his career. So... That's that offensive line was, was bad. And you can see him getting – like, he can't even get out of the backfield. Like, he can't yep. get back to the line of scrimmage. Yep. Um, you know, so I don't particularly put that all on him. And, again, we saw last year, like, the first whole half of the season where he had that foot injury was kind of downplayed because he just kind of played through it, but he really wasn't playing well, looked a little bit different, wasn't really decisive on making his move. And yep. then towards the end of the season, you saw him start turning it up and feel a lot better once they took the plate out or whatever the fuck they had in his uh, foot. Um, yeah. So basically his season was divided into almost two equal halves. I believe they had the week nine bye, mm-hmm. and first eight games, only one touchdown. Um, the last eight, the last eight games, including the playoff game, two, three, five, six touchdowns. Mm-hmm. So like you said, and, and the yards per carry in the second half of the season, four nine, four five, five six, five five, 
you know, a couple threes, you know, mixed in there, but the efficiency was much better in the second half, like you said. So they drafted O line, so they're trying to fix that, right? Yeah, moved up yeah. in the draft to get to get O line. Um, yeah, so Najee Harris, obviously, like I said, a lot of people were very high on him coming into his rookie season, and a pr- probably a pretty good value going into this season based on you know, yeah, a perceived was, down uh, year on a low volume offense. And it was a horrible just offensive season for them in general as well. So, like, how much more is it going to get? Like, if that offense takes even a small step forward, you're you're looking at, you know, not mm-hmm. one. So, yeah. Bogey, what up? What's happening? Yo. I was, I was enjoying these mushroom chocolates, brother. They're the shit. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? I was like, I'm about to go burn one. Let me see if, if, if you know what I'm saying? Let's see what's going on with my guys real quick. Hell yeah, man. How y'all, uh, how y'all doing? Right. What up, Derek? Yeah, fuck Derek. Um, but what up, Derek? Uh, I love that Najee one. I'm glad mm-hmm. that, that that almost that that's legit. Why I wanted to jump on mm-hmm. Najee third third year Najee, yeah. and like and for some reason, see here's the thing: beginning of the seasons and like playoff fantasy playoffs, they're so polarizing. And people that were super big on Najee, bro, like there were some arguments that was, you know, he could get me a top five in, uh, uh, off the board overall last year and a lot of single QBs, and he was in some instances, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then, like, he disappoints a lot of people in the beginning of the year. Like I said, the beginning of the year is hella polarizing. But then if you made it to the playoffs with him, he tore he it up. He was pretty good. He was pretty he good. tore it up, you know what I mean? And, like, so now that stank is on him. And it shows in his ADP because, I mean, like, it's it's like, you know, it's, it's funny how running backs, they fall from grace that fast. I mean, a couple of years ago, oh, I, yeah. laugh, I was laughing at people when they're when they're pulling up Javante, like, like second round in, in a startup. You know what I mean? Just just pulling up a, a young running back in general, unless he's like a Bijan or one of those. Even Najee was being heralded like that, right? Brees Hall. These guys are getting pulled up early in their rookie years. You know what I'm saying? And, and it's, it's just high risk. You know what I mean? Yeah. You always just always remember with running backs, especially, I mean, expect like two to three years because anything more than that is like a gift, especially at an elite level. So, you know, always just just understand it's like it's more of like a year to year thing and just expect, you know, two to three years. You get anything more than that, that is like, you know, that that's gold and that's rare nowadays, you know, especially yeah, for, yeah. for RB1 the, production. And, and my rule of thumb is always that first contract, right? That rookie deal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. that's that's the standard you know and especially if you get in these these first round running backs you know you you're lucky to get that fifth year option yeah, yeah and like and that's the thing too is like an organization like the Steelers you know what I mean they're always going to be just that good enough so they're never super high so it's like you know for them they're willing to grab a Najee there because that's their culture is to you know, to ride the back of some young running back, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And feed them a lot. Like that's what, that's what Pittsburgh's always been. Hard nose football, you know what I'm saying? And like play good defense. Yep. Play good defense. You know what I mean? Get short fields from turnovers and whatnot. And like, I think this is, I think uh, it's, it's more tough for them these days because of the division they're in, obviously, you know what I mean? But like, yeah, bro, and, and then Kenny Pickett, he's kind of blah, but that's why I love Najee so much because it's gonna run through him. You know what I mean? What, yeah. what was Buddy? Uh, buddy, they drafted the tight end. They just drafted 
Darnell Washington, that yeah, motherfucker's they, huge. He's going to be moving mount. So they draft Darnell Washington to block because they mm-hmm. know already Frymouth is a pass catcher, and they drafted <laughs> offensive lineman. They're ready to run the ball. Down and there. dare I <laughs> say, they brought in Allen Robinson. Uh, <laughs> stop. I'm, I'm Johnson, man. Nope, not falling for that again. Um, <laughs> yeah. Eric, uh, congrats to your to your daughter, bro, on her Hell yeah. senior prom. Oh, yeah, Damn, man. I can't imagine once my daughter gets to that age, bro. Fuck, I'll be, be picking her up with the fucking pistoli in hand, ready to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, hello. Hella uncles, hella, 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 my boys that she grew up calling uncles, bro. They all with me. We all with the shit. You ever, <laughs> you guys, you guys ever see that? You, you guys ever see that clip on Instagram where um, the 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 Fifty Cent is in it and the dude comes in to like take his daughter oh, out somewhere is, and yeah, yeah, yeah. And Fifty Cent is, yo, let me holler at you real quick. Yeah, He's yeah. Like, I, I'm trusting you, and he brings him in and there's a bunch of brolic looking gang member dudes in the room and they just surround him and they're like so, <laughs> so so up to this point my daughter's been my responsibility now that responsibility falls on you <laughs> that dude's hey. soul look like he left his body and you know what's so crazy too is because they and they be the ones that be trying to wild out too you know what i mean Mm-hmm. it's like listen don't don't get me killed how about, baby. How about bad remember bad boys, bad boys? yeah you ever suck the dick Want to? Who, who the fuck? <laughs> who the fuck is Reggie? Who the fuck is Reggie? Who the fuck is every every now and again? I'll just walk around my house and just yell out, "Who the fuck is Reggie?" Just randomly around <laughs> my house from, from time to time. Wow. <laughs> oh shit! And hey, they coming out with another one, right? They've had a third one already. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, damn! I don't think I even seen that third one. Anybody seen that new? Uh... The new Fast and Furious joint? Yes, I actually did see it. Yeah, I did, did? see it. I wasn't. Mm. It was eh? Seriously? Yeah, I saw it. What? I, mm. I don't know. I, I, I'm not even going to say Yeah, start. it's just so I far am... away from what Fast and Furious is about. I was about to say, because I haven't seen it since uh, since part two, bro. And I just, I just never gave it a chance, because I can't stand that Vin Diesel. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like the way he walks. Hear, I don't like the fan. way he talks. And if anybody sees Vin Diesel, tell him where's yeah, my money just... at. Fuck Vin Diesel. Yeah, Maybe it's just gotten so far away from racing and shit. Hey, hold on. Did, like, did they get cars in space yet? Did they get cars in space? Yeah, they're dropping cars out of airplanes now. They got tanks running over, you know, shit. It's just... It's, you know, when you're dropping cars out of planes... I mean, why, I mean, why not? Why not like fly a plane? I mean, I, I guess they gotta get dropped into like enemy territory. They yeah, gotta get yeah, dropped right yeah. into that drag race, huh? And you know, you know, it's crazy. A quarter mile what's, at a time. <laughs> what's crazy <laughs> about that is that that fucking that Challenger that Vin Diesel drives it always gets smashed to bits and somehow is pristine in the next movie. Cause he got every like twelve time. of them, bro. He, he's got to every every single time. And like, I'm sure, like, uh, see, if you're unless you're like Tarantino, right? Because when you're Tarantino, if you're gonna wreck a car in a movie and it's a classic car, you're gonna have a few of them because you're gonna you're not you're not gonna CG this thing. We're gonna wreck this shit, right? And he wanted to be real, so he's not gonna get like a replica one and like put like you know the right. fucking, put the fucking the Shelby fucking emblem or something. You know what I mean, like. 
Hey, you remember back in the days, I see where I'm from, we had domestics and we had imports, right? And I used to clown the foods that had like the base model Mustangs and then put the GT thing on it and like some Flowmasters <laughs> on it. And like, bro, you ain't got no GT, man. They, um, <laughs> they wrecked a Jeep, they wrecked a Porsche GT2 RS, blew it to smithereens. And that was such a nice car, man. Oh, man. We got a, a question. How much is a 2024 first rounder worth in comparison to a 2023 first rounder? Um, I mean, the, the cloud. I mean, what, what, what's, what's Buddy's name, bro? Reggie's, Reggie's son, bro. Who? Reggie. Uh, what's his name? Uh, damn, I'm so high right now. What's that motherfucker, brother? Receiver, bro. Marvin Harrison Jr., bro. Mm. Well, yeah, I mean, listen, when it goes by like the years, as far as when you're talking about like the picks, like what is it worth? I mean, people don't value the 2024 picks as much right now. They're technically worth like seconds of the same year. Like if you want to, you can kind of look at it that way. Like hey, people are willing I, to throw I, away that, 20, that next year first because they're like, all right, that's the next year. Like, you know, whatever. They'll just throw it out there. But as you get closer and closer to the draft, as the season go on, that pick becomes more and more and more and more valuable. So, you know, it's not as valuable as a 2023 first right now, but it will yeah, be once that, I had a, you know, once that time once that time comes. It's a it's an appreciating asset. Is I guess mm-hmm. the best way to call yeah. it. Yeah, it's it's, it's the know. Richard Milley. You know what I mean? You got it. It might it might look like a regular Rolex, but then and then now all of a sudden, like oh oh shit, this is not even a Rolex. This is a Richard Milley right here, bro. And that's like day of the draft. Like I had three first round picks in one of my joints, and uh, that I that I adopted. It was a total rebuild, and like I had you know I shot those picks, and I was getting ass in return. And so I was like, and the morning of of the draft, you know what I'm saying? Like I I flipped all the shit, you know what I mean? Because it was yeah. just like that much worth more, you know what I mean? Where okay now. The back and forth are more specific. You know what I mean? We're getting to the bottom line here versus you know dilly dallying because you're, you're not sure. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Uh, and that's the thing we ain't never sure. It's what kind of risk. I think we always try to figure out what kind of risk are we willing to take, right? Yeah. And then how? What, what do we judge as risk? Like uncertainty. You know what I mean? Of a situation or of a play. Like you know what I mean? Like going back to the Lance thing. Uncertain. It was always uncertainty, no matter what. I mean, then, then let alone we trade all that up to get him. You know what I mean? So, uh, treat that the same opinion, way in your fantasy leagues. The 2024 class is way better than the 2023 class. Like, I'm going to tell you something right now. Every single year we say the same fucking thing. I'll Next year class that, is bro. better than this class. We say the same thing every single year. We're not going to know until <laughs> that time comes, and there's going to be players that going to stand out more than what we know now, and some players now are just not even going to be talked about. Next you know year. what? We, we, and we it just changes never all the time. So, you know, this year there was a lot more running backs that went, um, but they weren't drafted necessarily high. So, really, it was just the wide receivers. Last year, you had what, Brees Hall and, you know, Kenny Garrett Walker, Wilson, um, Olave, and then you oh, had some of the wide Walker. receivers. I mean, in both, instances, in both instances, in Superflex leagues, basically like the 101 to the 110 were good picks. Like, and after that, it was kind of like, eh. Like, and you got some guys that were really good later on, right? Jahan Dotson went kind of late first or early second in some league, right? Picking, same thing. Damian Pierce. Um, Damian, Pierce Damian Pierce went late. So, you know, typically, like, you know, the first, you know, eight to ten picks are, you know, if they don't bust, they're particularly well. Um, and then after that, it's kind of, 
you know, Perhaps some of the guys are going to make it and some guys are not. You know, the percentage is, is a lot lower once you get into the second round. Of, you know, you know I, I do want to say we should never stop saying this class is going to be dope, though. Because, I mean, whenever I hear people say that, I go, oh, word? Well, shit, well, I got this got, first for you. You, you know what I mean? Because as long as the premise is that they want the first off me, they got about to bring it out. Dope, this class is dope. You know, you've got, <laughs> you know, you got Marvin Harrison. Junior, obviously, you've got the two quarterbacks, right? Uh, you know, May and Caleb Williams, and then you know, there's pro- there's a obviously a bunch more wide receivers and running backs, but those are like the main guys that kind of we know that are going to be coming out. Next year, so. Is there is there a team that we could diagnose right now that would quote unquote tank for any of those guys? Arizona. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I don't think they would they tank. I think they're bad. I think they're bad enough to be in the running. Like they might not be bad enough to get the QB, but they might be bad enough to get Marvin Harris. You know, Houston, Houston again. Houston's probably not going to be that great. Houston, you got, uh, but but yeah. but they but, but they got CJ be there who was throwing to him anyway. I don't think Houston's tanking for any of those QBs though. Oh, no, they gave up their didn't they gave up their first? Oh no, they have multiple, I think. But they gave up their their actual one. Their to actual Arizona. first next year to Arizona. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. So they get to get Will Anderson. Early, early. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they moved up to get Will Anderson. They gave up the one twelve and and next year's first. So they yeah, can go back uh, to back yeah, in that top five. We you know, we, we say the same thing every year. That that's what I'd say about the draft class. And we got to keep saying it, too. Once it happens, then all of a sudden we're off of this one and we're on to the next one. Already. And we're like, Vegas? Oh, next one's going to be next, next one's gonna be better. Next one's going to be better. But Vegas Vegas might need a quarterback. Ooh. We really don't know until. Yeah. Um, Jamie said he's selling JT this year. I, I will, I'll buy him. I'll I'm, right I'm going on the buy train of JT because people want to sell him because of Anthony Richardson. And I'm willing to take that that little discount that's on them and, and, and buy them because you know you have to play I don't I'm not scared away I'm not running away from them just because of Anthony Richardson. Right? I think here's my thing is I think the high you won't get the highest value right now anyway if you move JT. You know what I'm saying? If you're to move him like this instant, right? Because people the memory of JT from last year is stank. You know what I mean? If, if you were to try to pedal JT to me, I, that's what I would tell you. I'd be like, bro, you stank. You know, he you, know, hurt. you know, he didn't even average. Yeah, I mean, still, though, even in games healthy, he wouldn't even average in 10 PPR points. So it was like he had a shitty average. That's that's cause for buying low on him. You know what I mean? And also, if too. If you're a win now team, though, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, he got probably like two two seasons in him, I would say. Also, too, I would throw out that. I'd be like, yo, he, he might not even be there for you when you get to the fantasy playoffs. So. I like to use Todd Gurley as an example, bro. Even though Todd Gurley had the arthritic knee, he still had like a gang of mileage coming out of college. And then, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they just they continued that, put that mileage on him, especially when McVeigh finally got in there. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it was. And JT, like, I mean, he was never hurt in college, ever. Never missed a game, never missed a practice until he did. You know what I mean? In the NFL. And it, it just so happened it happened <laughs> last year. You know what I mean? Like it, it happened, man. And I about I sold JT to get to get a a, a Brock Purdy in, a, before he got hurt. You know that the, for that NFC Championship, and I because I had Lance and I was just trying to lock it down. You know what I mean? And like I had I had a he was like he was spoils. I had traded a I had traded a first round mid uh, mid season to get JT like in some win now shit. You know what I mean? 
also for more context, I had Brady and Burrow. So then all of a sudden now I have Burrow and Lance mystery, right? So I made that constant decision and I knew I could probably buy, you know, Brock Purdy, no problem. But then he gets hurt. <laughs> and that was also, and, and that felt like he got burned. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Up the efficiency RB. I'm, I'm like the real Niners now. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> no first next year, and then and I'm and I'm fucked at my QB. <laughs> JT, um, I mean, he wasn't getting really crazy targets anyway, but yeah, I mean, the goal line TDs, of course, that's gonna be <clears throat> that could be an issue, but I'm still willing to I'm still willing to buy him for the right price. I think I think like uh, my you could liken his his workload to a miles sanders workload because it's the yeah. same exact oc with sean uh what's his name shane stikey you yeah. know saying now he's now he's the, the, the hc over there i'm sure he's gonna try to run his best eagles impersonation by running a, a, a an annoying ass timeshare backfield and yeah it'll probably be jt getting like 70 percent of it but like like miles sanders was but the targets aren't going to be there for him you know what i mean not in that system they, don't, they just don't throw it on early downs like that to the running back. <clears throat> they did put a car in space, bro. Yeah. Was, yeah. Yeah. It's it's ridiculous at this point what they're doing. I worry about that offensive line, too. That offensive line was who? <clears throat> like, it went from being runner. the best, like, in two years ago. They did they did lose two of their starters uh, uh, last season, you know what I'm saying, uh, to uh, one to retirement, yeah. Costanzo, and then I think this. I think the center might have even retired too. So it was just it's Quentin Nelson and nobody else. You know what I mean? That I can think of. Diaz, what up, Diaz? During rookie drafts, I was traded the one ten for a twenty four first plus a little something, something. Yeah. Not mad at it. I mean, Brock Bowers. Um, L. A. and Arizona. Yeah, Houston sold it first. That's what I was. That's what we were. Mm, the the Titans, right? Fucking. I mean, see, even the Titans, they hella need a QB. But it's like, are they gonna have to keep doing like, like, are they gonna have to do like veteran things moving forward? Because they're they're always gonna be their their divisions that bad, and they're always gonna be that good enough to never get a high enough pick. You know what I mean? Yep. Like he is. But the Titans are interesting. Um, I mean. Mar shit. Bro, Marvin Marvin Harrison it would probably have been a top ten NFL draft pick this year if he came out. To be fair, yeah. Well, well I mean, outside of a ad, well, who was the top receivers? Addison, Jason, Zay Flowers, Johnston, Reggie Wayne, and the Colts. The Lance. Yeah, hey, he would have far and away been the best. He would have been the best one out of yeah, out of this yeah. class. Yeah, PB Dubs, the slam dunk top ten. Yeah, listen to PB Dubs. He was right on the Bijan too. He was saying top ten, right? I yeah, good call. Yeah. Good call. I had like my, I had like uh, not Miami. Uh, who was who did I have uh, looking? Oh, I had the Vikings. Like I had him falling to the twenties. Mm -hmm. I just, you know what I mean. But I mean, what do I know? <laughs> it was hard to envision because Atlanta needed other things besides a running back. <clears throat> yeah, and they stay. I mean, but see, this is also the organization that like could have drafted the Mac Jones or the Justin Fields, and they went with Kyle Pitts. 
right? And then they go and they grab they grab Drake uh, London, Drake London the following year, and then they grab Ritter, and then they actually come out and see. This is what I like about that owner though, is because he is like he, like he love he loves on the black people for real. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, he always shows love. You know, rise up. All and that's like their their motto over there or their mantra. You know what I'm saying? And like he he came out early, early, like literally, like after the Super Bowl, they had nothing to do with the playoffs, and then they they came out and he was like, "Hey, Ritter's our guy." And I was like, "Yo, that's cat." You know what I mean? And then here they are, seven or what is it, eight overall? We get to seven, eight, eight. eight overall, and it took B shot. I was like, "Damn, they just did it again." But now this rem- kid got all these weapons. Like Ritter rem- becomes interesting now in Superflex, like a motherfucker, you know what I mean? If you, if you remember, to your point, if you remember a year ago, Atlanta was going to land Deshaun Watson before Cleveland swooped in and got him. <clears throat> that is true. He won. I, I almost feel like it was posturing. Like, he was trying to leverage, like, because, like, everyone knows he's from Atlanta and he, he's a Falcons fan growing up, you know, Watson and whatnot. So he, they, they did, a, they, they, they brought him in for a visit, right? Then right after... The Browns got in the mix. Because remember, the Browns weren't even in the mix at all. He ruled them out. Yeah, bro. You know what was crazy? is I remember on, on the show, I, I might even chop the clip of, uh, on one of the shows last year. I, I was like, bro, ba- fuck Baker Mayfield. Like, if I'm then, I'm I'm not giving. I'm trying to get Watson. I'm like, why? Yep. This is the, you know what I mean? And they actually fucking did it. Because it was yeah, like, yo, that- if you look at Baker Mayfield and you really got a good look at him, how, many, how long did they... Especially if you're Stefanski, and then you said something earlier that resonated with me when you talk about coaching regimes being attached to the QB. Mm-hmm. You know In this case, it was an old regime that drafted Baker. They extend him out after yep. two seasons. Here comes Stefanski. He, yeah, he gets into the playoffs with them, and they win a playoff game. And then the following year, they make a play in the apart. fifth year. He gets hurt. It's just, it's just in shambles. They're it's like, screw this. You know what I mean? And I think they were desperate enough especially with that Deshaun situation, they, they offer him that 230. I mean, they should be the Cleveland Desperates. Come on. The Browns are probably the most desperate. They offer him that 230, and that's what set off this whole Lamar thing with the with the guarantee contract, you know, the guaranteed money. So if they, Watson, they, hey, look at this. If Watson's not having all them sexual allegations and whatnot, bro, and like, like, like some other team gets him. Mm-hmm. Cleveland's Potentially. Fuck it. This is no, he said he said he wasn't going to Cleveland. Remember, he right. ruled, he them, ruled out. them out. It wasn't yeah. until they put all that money on the table he was like, oh, "All right, all right, all right." <laughs> <laughs> hey, you can know I get my own? Can I get my own mistake? Like, <laughs> I would have showed Watson his fucking court bills, bro. But like, look at it. this is your attorney fees. Yeah, he moves. And this is the, here's the settlement. Where they said, "How much you gonna give me? Two hundred and thirty million? Yeah, tell Sign me." That. Sign All right, contract. they're back. Don't mind now. They're, they're back on the list. They're back on the list. Um, right. <laughs> Hammer, what was you while you went around? Hey, Cleveland's offering me two thirty, and he's on Take. the plane on the way to Cleveland. He's willing to bust a U turn in that plane. But he's like, listen, yeah. I'm on the way to Cleveland. They got me two thirty. You can give me that. You know what I mean? I'm getting wow. on the plane, but my and phone's then he settled on. everything. <laughs> Did he not settle everything out of court or not out of court in a, a, a non-disclosed yep. amount? You know what I mean? Yep. He paid them all up. I mean, who knows how much it cost them? You know what I'm saying? But you know, you could already bankroll all all their attorney fees as well, be, being involved in the settlement and whatever. You know what I mean? Hell, what was there? 25, 24, 30, 60 girls, whatever the fuck it was, bro. It's he still coming out the woodworks. Who is uh, 
What else? Um, what else you got, Hammer? Who's the next guy that we? Uh, uh my third running back, your boy. You had plenty of shares of this guy until you, until you didn't have any. One Javante Williams. Oh, I still got plenty of shares of Javante. <laughs> but still, it's still an interesting case. Yeah, no, I mean, listen, you you know, I was big on Javante coming into that that season, um, and he. Like, the worst part was that he started to take over that game that he got hurt. Like, we saw the takeover start happening with um, uh, Melvin. Yeah, he had 11 targets. What's his name? Fumbled twice that game. Melvin Gordon. Yeah. Yep. And it was, that was it. It was time. Like, it was, he was taking over and then he fucking got hurt, bro. And that just, it, it sucked and it ruined everything. So, obviously, you know, the value's down. Yeah. Now he's coming back from a, from a major injury. Um, is he going to be ready for the start of the season? I highly doubt it, but they're saying like he's like, going to be ready now. Is he going to be good? Right? Yeah, is he going to be? Is he going to be good at all? Yeah. Um, that I first mean, year back, or is he some kind of bionic human being like Adrian Peterson? Oh, here and, we go. You know, PEDs, man. <laughs> PEDs are but, wonderful. But, all right, but I mean, no. To be in all seriousness, I guess in the first season, this coming season, right now, of course, you got they got Perrine, which was good and. We yep. know that Sean Payton could use two running backs. Like, so, you know, I don't see, you know, even with Perrine getting good burn, like I still see Javante could still be, you know, really productive. But now. Only problem is this particular year, like, obviously they might not give him as much of a workload as you might want to see because of the injury. So going so, forward, I love Javante. I'm just, you just, you just got to pump the brakes. for this So what's, what, what's so interesting about Javante, this being his third year, we kind of, he's probably going to be in the Saquon Barkley model, right? Where they're going to ease him back in. They're not going to give mm-hmm. him a full workload. And now you're talking about by the time you could really see his full potential, he's already in the fourth year. So that clock is ticking. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, especially from a fantasy standpoint, that clock is already ticking now. He's in that fourth year. What's his true value? Yeah, he was. Was he a first round pick? Is he fifth round? Fifth, uh, fifth year option I was, eligible? I think it was early second. He was like a two oh one. So right. So so then so, so then his fourth he, year is the, his bag year. That's I, you see right. So that's tough to determine what his value is. It's it's crazy. Well. But I, at the same time, though, because of the whole situation and Sean Payton and all that, and because he still has one more year, like, it's all right if he has that Saquon, like, okay year where they don't, you know, give him all of it. But then once he comes in that 2024 and beast, boom, he gets the contract because he doesn't have a, a shit ton of miles. Obviously, you know, he was injured, but he has a better, he has a good chance of getting that contract, but he's got to produce, obviously, in that 2024. So, you know, that's why I still, you know, am, I'm still on the side of him because of, you know, the talent that he has. He can do everything. He can catch the ball, run the ball. Um, and now he's obviously with Sean Payton. So I, it makes me feel a lot better that Sean, it's Sean Payton um, than anybody else. So I guess that makes me kind of like him a little bit more, too. You know, um, it's crazy because I just uh, – that new regime comes in and, like, you know, this guy, he really – like, they, they did say today Sean Payne was like, yeah, he looks good, and he, he was, like, limited, I guess. And yeah. whatever whatever they were doing, no TAs, you know what I mean, whether it's running or – but just the fact that he said that, I'm like, oh, okay, because, you know, every day it's going to – you know, it's going to differ, right? Like, for the past couple of weeks, there's a like, he might not be ready and this and that. So, like, if there's ever a time to buy him low, it's right now before the blurbs start coming out and it costs a little more because you probably get it for the, for the dummy low right now. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, he's going. I mean, he's going late. He's going really late in draft. So. Mm-hmm. He's going like eighth, ninth round. You know what I mean? And some of them, than some of these startups that we've done. Yeah, hold on, hold on, boys. I actually got a, a trade in my inbox. Ooh. Oh, you guys are doing a startup right now. Yeah, nice. I got a trade in my inbox. I'm going it over. Superflex? Is it Superflex? Yeah. Made in your inbox. It's probably a rape trade right now, but go ahead. Mm-hmm. Check it out. What so I, so uh, I'm getting offered the 304, which is the, the pick on the clock <laughs> for my Four. for my for my my next turn, my 410 and my 53. Mm. So I'm looking at who I would potentially take and who I would potentially take at that 410 53 turn. Man, get a six pack or something, and get I'm a not back with it. Because that's the, the problem is if you lose the next if you lose those next two picks, that's like that's you're going to hamstring. You know, this, yeah. this is you this you know this is where you're trying to shape your your team or your core players. So you know are you okay with missing the with missing the pick there? Like I I lost the pick, but I but the pick I lost was like in the seventh. So I was like, you know, man, yeah, you're, look, you're looking like, at a whole. I'm like, all right, well, you're, twenty-four players. But you're talking about yeah, you're talking about. Uh, a fourth and a fifth. So that's a well, that's, that's, that's forty eight players right there, right? And to be fair, the trade I made, oh, no. I tried everything I could, but Diaz Diaz got me. Um, Diaz got me. I was a sucker for JJ. I have no shares of JJ, so I had to. Hold on, but all it cost you was the one and the seven. That's not bad to move up. That's cost me the one eleven. Yeah, it cost me the the. I moved up from the one eleven to the one oh six, so I gave up the one eleven and the seven eleven. Because hey, hey, listen, bro. Because in, in our in, in our joints, bro. No, like like I, I get mad when people sell the first rounds for cheap, bro. Because when we sell them, bro, you gotta sell. You gotta ask for like your two. They're two through three. I actually well, I actually got that offer. So somebody wanted to take my one hundred three, and they were gonna give me the two hundred seven and the three hundred six. See, I'm not like, mad at that, but that trade happened though. So far, no. No, well, not with you, not with you, but it happened with somebody else. There's the one five for the two seven and the three six or some shit like that. What yeah, yeah. It? That's not. Mm-hmm. See, see, I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that because at, at least. And I think there was another pick in there. I don't remember the exact trade. You have to. Find so, the like in your case, bro, you came up, bro. You came yeah. up. Like it didn't cost you that much to get Jefferson there. You it was. Know? Yeah, it maybe. was. It was the one. Well, I, I just, I just feel like I, I like. I didn't have to do that, but the thing is, I've I've drafted in the back end of a lot of my, well, most of my dynasty drafts that I just drafted this year, and I just I just didn't want to have the same players, I guess, and I just wanted JJ. JJ. Yeah, you got to diversify the profile. I had, I had to have a, I had to have a JJ share, and then I wound up taking Garrett Wilson at the two two because I don't have no Garrett Wilson share, but he's in the same for me. He's like still in the same tier as Waddle, St. Brown, AJ Brown. So yeah. Like, Hell I was yeah. like, fuck it, give me Garrett Wilson. Um, I but, mean, uh, yeah. you know what's promising about Garrett Wilson is that he averaged 20 uh, PPR points with everybody except We're for trash. Zach Wilson. Well, yeah, and, and then yeah. I was looking at Devontae's numbers too. Not that he's Devontae, but just looking at the numbers of how Aaron could feed a, you know, a, a wide receiver one. Um, and, you know, you're looking at double-digit touchdowns. Like, you're looking at, you know, 13, 14 yards. Like, you know. 90 so, catches. Yeah. Yeah, I, mean, yeah, I wanted that. So that was big for me. So I got JJ and, and Garrett Wilson, my first two picks. I got no quarterbacks, but I might hold off even on this one. I don't, I don't know. 
I mean, I, lo I love feeling, I love feeling out the room, right? Like, you know what I mean? If, if you start to see, it's always that asshole that that be like, he has two QBs, and you're like, only you know, you're going into the, the the third or fourth round, and then he starts snatching off his third. You know what I mean? You're like, oh shit, you know what I mean? Yeah, start, yeah. You know, I, like, I typically go QB. I literally always, almost always go QB, QB. Um, Me too. Or at least, or at least try to. <laughs> But I, I just, I tried something different, like my last two drafts, and just wanted to do it a, a, a different way. Um, so. Yeah, I thought about, I thought about going QB, QB as well, but the value of, yeah. no. the, the value I'm getting at it hurts. You know what I'm saying? I felt like I could, I could get my superflex guy. I could be somebody with a little bit better value, maybe like seven, six, seventh round. Is it? Let me see if it's cold. And even though it feels like I. Some, uh, maybe I didn't give up much on my trade. I feel like I did because you know I could have had Deshaun Watson. So now Diaz got her Herbert and Deshaun Watson, and I'm like, damn. This damn. But um, that's right. I I'm not mad at the Herbert Watson, but it, but see, you know what's crazy about it is like it's a give and take, right? It's gonna cost him. You know what I mean? Like, but it's, it cost him the two and the three, right? That guy. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it was the one oh the one oh five for the two seven and the three seven. What did that guy do with the what did that guy do with the two seven? But he's but he's got an but he's got Waddle. an extra he's got an extra seventh and an extra eighth. So he lost the two three, but he's got a seventh and an eighth. Okay. I'm not mad at it. He took Waddle with the two seven. Uh oh, okay. And then no, no, he didn't take that wasn't that's not him that took it at the two seven. That's not Diaz. My world took that at the two seven. The guy that got the two seven and the three and the three, three six seven. that gave up his first, he's got Waddle so far, right? Is that is that a yeah. He yeah, he's got first, Waddle, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh no, he got and he got Brees Hall, right? Yeah, but he he had the two eight. Yeah, he got Brees Hall. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm mulling this over. I think I think I might counter it and see if I can pick up like a six or a seven. Anybody wants to say now? You can't be that like too late. Definitely what time is it? Um, Watson need more money. Yeah, bro. Eric said he ain't touching Javante. Would we rather Javante get less touches but stay healthy for the season? Absolutely, of course. Freedom to get yep, definitely. Uh, yeah, I, I'm okay with it because as a Javante owner and just as you know, just being realistic about it. Like, yeah, they're probably not going to shove 20 carries down his throat, 25 carries down his throat. But does he get, you know, 12 to 15 touches and ease him in, see how he's looking, and, you know, they take it from there. But, yeah, I expect totally 2024 for him, not 2023. Steven needs to get more Javante. Yeah, I, I'm, I currently am drafting as well in two weeks. But, uh, All right, fellas. I'm going to let y'all do y'all thing. I just want to come right. and, and, and just appreciate it. Real quick, you feel me? Right. Appreciate it. Appreciate yep. it. Appreciate it, bro. I'll be in the chat. Peace. Yep. Oh, he got you pegged at 11%. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's got he's got my shit. He always got my shit. Uh, Jamie said, no, don't do that trade. Polish, that was me offering that to you. Oh, shit. That's Diaz offering that to you? No. Is it? No. Well, maybe it was maybe it was the other one. Maybe it was the other one we we're talking about. It was trade from the one hundred six to the one eleven. Picked up the seven startup. Yep, yep, yep. That was the one. Yeah. That was me and yours. That was me and yours. Yep. 
traded away Garrett Wilson, Dobbins, and Chig for Chase in a 2024 second. Yeah, I remember you were telling me about. Uh, no, but I was offered my first. Diaz offered me when the draft started. He offered. Yeah, me yeah, yeah. I remember. Yeah, yeah. I remember yeah. that. That's what he was talking about. Yeah, I remember. That. Yeah, I wanted to make that pick. I needed that quarterback. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna Talk see about me and my process. But Diaz, I I love it, man. You I, you didn't make any bad trades. I I don't like the trade that I made with you be honest i didn't like giving up the seventh even though it's not like a crazy lot i didn't like giving up the i didn't like giving up the seventh but i like the way that you uh the way that you handled biz i think i'm gonna send a count and you've here. got fucking two of the top 10 quarterbacks in the fucking in dynasty so yeah bro you, you killed it got alan hopkins pickens Devonta Smith as my wideouts in Dynasty. Am I set? Is he set, Hammer? No, he is not. Because the problem is, two of those guys, Keenan Allen and DeAndre Hopkins, they're breaking down as we speak. Like, right this second, they're breaking down. So, I don't know how much they have left in the tank. And if those guys are breaking down, then, then you got picking. Like, Devonta Smith, yeah, I'm good with that, obviously. But Keenan Allen, DeAndre Hopkins, you, you, you might not be able to get that much for them at this point anyway. And we don't even know where DeAndre Hopkins is going to be playing. Yeah, and to be fair, what is like the format? I mean, how many starters is it? I mean, you're only naming four guys up there, so I'm going to consider that it's shallow. Um, so, yeah, I mean, if you only got to start two wide receivers and like one flex, then, yeah, maybe you're okay um, if you got running back too. Um, but let us know uh, a little more. A little more context on there. Um, all right, yeah. So, what's your take on Javante? <clears throat> I'm, I'm just, I'm just worried about him because of by the time I think they're going to give him that full workload, it's already that fourth year, and if he's not fifth year eligible, then the value is really going to take a hit. You know what I'm saying? Just because of the uncertainty, we know running backs don't get paid. You know, and he's already in the fourth year, so. <clears throat> I think he's going to be really productive that fourth year in that walk year um, that Bogey was saying. But by that time, it's like now there's even more uncertainty than there is now. So, Well, not know. if he balls out. I mean, even if they don't re-sign him, somebody's going to sign him if he balls out. In that but, but, but to how long? A two-year deal? Like a Miles Sanders? No, I deal? mean, he's what? 20, he'll be, what, 24? So he'll get a three-, four-year deal probably at that point. I mean, you know, because that will bring him to that 27, 28 age, right? How old is he? Yeah, 24, I think. Twenty-three, so twenty-three point something. I don't know. Will he be twenty-four during the season? Let's check it out right now. Or did he just turn twenty-three? I'll tell you right now. Oh God! Uh, I got it. I got it. Uh, why won't they tell me where's that pro football? See, oh, he's 23 exactly. So, yeah, he'll be, yeah, it looks like he's 23. April 23. Exactly. So, he just turned 23. Yeah, so he's still young enough to get a, a, a decent deal. Just a matter of him being okay and producing. Um, and then if right. he produces. Both years. We don't know what it's going to look like early, but 
That's what I'm saying. Yeah, so I made a made a counter. Three whiteouts, three flex. Oof. And a CMC. super flex. See, he's got he's got the running back value. Yeah, yeah, not, not even you're, you're not that you're not that at wide receiver. You're not. But he's got the running back value. Devon, like you're okay with Devonta and Pickens. You got two, but like you're okay for right now, like for this season, like it. Get we should do a roster review. This feels like a good roster review. All right, uh, Darren. Well, we got to put our email in there. Darren, we could do a roster review for you um, one of these days. I'm gonna put, I'm gonna put the email um, in there. Or whoever else wants a roster review. You can email us and we'll go over it. We'll give you some we'll give you some good options and in detail and shit. Um but yeah, you could definitely you can definitely make some moves, man. Yeah, Jamie, we got another one that we are that we are doing if you want in on that one. If anybody wants in on that one, just yeah, DM me. I'll invite you mm-hmm. to that. We'll probably not starting that one for another like two to three weeks, maybe, maybe four weeks. But yeah, we yeah. still got to get everybody locked in. All right, I mean, we're like halfway there already. No, we only got yeah. we only got we only got five. I'll I think in that one. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We got five. So Jamie will be six if he wants in. Yeah, Darren, no problem, bro. Yeah, Jamie, I'll, uh, matter of fact, I'll invite you in there right now. Uh, who else are we talking about, Hammer, quickly, before we get out of here, quick? So, really quick, those are my three running backs. I got right. three wide, I got three wide receivers. We talked about him already, Devonta Smith. We love him. He's, we think he's still, I think he still has another gear, um, as far as production-wise. Um, how much? Obviously, it's going to be a little capped with, AJ Brown on the opposite side, but I still think Devonta is going to be really good. Obviously, worth worth having on your roster, um, and I think he's he's really valuable. And now that Jalen Hurts is locked in to the to the big deal, I think that only means good things. I think they'll try and lock Devonta Smith up as well. Yeah, I like Devonta Smith. I don't know how much more he can do though, right? Yeah, that was a that was a hell of a season, but like that, like was that like is that the ceiling in that offense or is there a next a next year? I think we were talking about it briefly the other night. Mm-hmm. AJ Brown, like, is that the ceiling or is there a little bit more that that can be there? I think potentially there could be a little bit more in there, especially as he becomes a better receiver. Um. Yeah. So yeah, so I know we touched on him about you know. A little bit. Yeah, he's right uh, in that DK. DK two two other guys a little more interesting. Uh Kadarius Tony. There's Tony. I love me some Tony. I think Crispy loves him some Tony. We love us some Tony on the 420 uh network. So I think um, go ahead. That's another really good one of those really kind of breakout type value guys that you could get. Um, you know, not going super high in drafts and if you could get the value and also very viable as well, if you think about it, you know, even though he, you know, 
the limited action we saw him with with um uh Kansas City, you know, we um I think with the full offseason working with my homeboy, I think he could be a really kind of breakout top 20-ish guy if he stays healthy and and clicks with um my homeboy. Got rid of Juju, so the opportunity is going to be there. MVS, yeah, MVS, no. Um, uh, Skymore, no. Yeah. No, no, yeah. no. Um, so, yeah, you got to hope Tony stays healthy is a problem. <laughs> I mean, when he's on the field, I mean, they try and get the ball in his hands. Um, mm-hmm. you know, just like Sky Moore. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I like um, I like Tony. I, I have him. And uh, Jamie, uh, what's my percentage on on Kadaris Tony? I know it's more than Javante. I love that. I love that. <laughs> I love that so much. I think I'm like 40% like Jerome Ford, I think he said, or some shit like that. Yeah, and let me know. What's my what's my percentage on uh so yeah, so Kadarius Tony really interesting. And then the last guy yeah. I had on my Last guy on my list, another guy that we talked about a little bit, uh, Elijah Moore. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I love Kadarius Tony. Um, he's he's big uh, for me, especially where he's going. Starting to creep up a little bit as we get you know closer and closer to the season, though. Um, starting to move up, you know, draft boards a little bit. So, uh, but yeah, Elijah Moore was another guy that I said was huge that he went to to Cleveland. Cleveland, he's that um, clear number two. You know, uh, for me at least, yeah. For, uh, yeah, for you too, I guess too. But yeah, I mean, I love this body goes to you know with Deshaun Watson, who we you know I just put a video out on Deshaun Watson. I mean, top five every season. I mean, you know, he's basically top ten, like at worst. Mm-hmm. And you've got a you know, Mari Cooper's getting a little bit older. They did wind up getting uh, Tillman. DPJ uh, and Joker's still but hanging around. DPJ is DPJ. I mean, he's okay. I'm not really worried about that. Like, I think Elijah Moore, you know, has a chance to really step up and be like a solid fantasy, possibly, you know, wide receiver three, wide receiver, you know, tie in two, maybe, low end two, maybe a low end two. I was going to say, you know, um, with upside because he's playing with Watson in that offense. So, I, yeah, I would agree. Especially if you know we don't know what's going to happen with Amari Cooper in the next few years or whatever the case is, but still good value yeah. with him though. But yeah, I love the value even on Elijah Moore too. So he's a he's a big buy for me. Uh, there there goes there goes Crispy. Uh, hell yeah, Tony MVP. <laughs> That's it. So yeah, so just some of those guys. Like I said, some of the guys are a little more obvious than others, but uh, some guys still going with really good value. That's kind of what you're looking for. 33% Tony, baby. So, Jamie, really quick, when you were doing the math, does that point three 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 go on forever, or does it stop somewhere? Um, who else was in there third year? Um, I mean, Waddle we like. Yeah, I didn't oh, want yeah. to go with the two. The, I didn't really want to go with the like really obvious. Oh, how about your boy? How about your boy, Elijah okay. Mitchell? Nah, I just I don't have the confidence that he could stay healthy enough to give you what you're looking for. 
that's because we know he could play and we know even with Christian McCaffrey there, he's going to get some burn. He's going to get at least 10 to 12 carries a game plus some goal line work. But the problem is, is that I don't have any confidence that he could stay healthy for more than three games in a row. So love him. Don't love his prospects to stay on the field. Yeah, well, I mean, where you can draft him, like I love it because he's gonna get, True. like, he's gonna get work as long as he's healthy. Like he is know, gonna get work. Not running CMC into the ground over there. No, like. no, they're not. So yeah, I really like Elijah Mitchell. How much? How much Elijah Mitchell I got, Jamie? <laughs> I got a few shares. I know. I love this. <laughs> uh, well, the Sun God, of course, my guy. Basically, that's, like, that's an obvious guy. There's another guy I saw too. Uh, Rondell Moore, boy, I know we briefly spoke about earlier. I like Rondell Moore, but I just yeah. your boy Nico Collins. Yeah, he's he's on the end of my list here. Nico Collins. Um, he's in the last year of his contract though, so he's got to uh, with CJ Stroud. Try and so, do something. We'll see. But they've got a bunch of weapons there, right? You got Mechie coming back. You got Tank Dell. You got Xavier Hutchinson. They drafted Robert Woods is in there now. Woods. So you've got a bunch of guys there. I mean. Nico's a big guy, more of like like a red zone threadish kind of dude. Yeah. And one last one is uh, you know, Khalil Herbert. Interesting, but it's just a, one of the last names I wrote down there. Um I think he's really good. I think he's he's I don't know if they're gonna give him he's good. He's really good actually. Roshan though. I mean they drafted Roshan, they still got uh what's his name? What's the big boy's name? Mini Derek Jamal Derek. Williams. Jamal Williams. No, not Jamal Williams. On the Bears? On the Bears. Uh, 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 Foreman. Foreman. Danta. Wait, where did Jamal Williams go? Jamal Williams went to the Saints. 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 I don't know why I was thinking. No, the Bears got uh, Foreman. They got Herbert. And they got Roshan. Foreman's on the yeah. one year. But I think Khalil Herbert's still going to get really good work. Mitchell, 22%. How many leagues am I in? What, 22% in two leagues. Right, right. 10? 20. Yeah, I said it yesterday. 10. Am I? Is that right? Are you sure that's right, Jamie? No, that's that's more like 9 or 8. If it's 22% and you have two, it's 11% a league. So you're probably in nine. No, it's eight. It's eight. And to be fair, in two of those leagues, we didn't even draft yet. So, right. So it could and be. And I'm higher. currently drafting in one league. So that percentage probably should be high. That's why I said I. Um, I need more Roshan in your life. Only one share. Do I even have a share of Roshan? I do. What league is that? Do I have a share of Roshan? I don't even remember taking Roshan. Anyway, um, all right, we about to get up out of here. Yes, sir. We'll be on uh, Sunday on our channel. We got our show. We'll be back next week. Yeah, we'll probably be in the fifth round by then in our draft. 
Nah, that was being I was being sarcastic. Um <laughs> nine leagues, yeah. Jamie, I, I don't know. You know more than me, bro. I, I Which is pretty sad. But uh yeah. Anyways, uh we out of here. Appreciate all y'all for uh for coming and joining us. Smash that like, smash that subscribe if you're new. But uh sure. we'll see y'all next week every Thursday, uh ten PM Eastern seven Pacific. We out here. 10 a.m. I'm ready. Want to make sure you're ready, brother. Show me the money. Oh, you didn't know? Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. You put my shoes on, you wouldn't last a mile. Summertime, when it's time, I'm on the grind. Yeah, I got the ring. I'm the champ. I'm the genie of the lamp. This is the gift I was given, so I just live by my hustle. Pocket, it don't make sense, but don't make a profit. So I hustle, ladies and homies, make money, make money, money, money. I want to find a thing to save my life, so I hustle.